damn, Jess, you're so stupid. Come on, give me a hit, Holmes. <laughs> Holy fuck, Jess. You were right, stupid. This fucking PCP tastes like fried chicken. Broadcasting from the cluttered tool crib in the service department of the Canadian Podcasting Corporation, this is Tastes Like Fried Chicken. Another heater from the burner, sparking light of fluid. If you could find a crew that's any how to find the do it. Now what kind of music echoes through the catacomb? Home is where the heart is, so the heartless never had a home. Hey people, this is the amazing. episode of Tastes Like Fried Chicken, recorded on November 6, 2013. And I have to start this right away with an apology. Ah! I lost about 15, 20 minutes on the end of this one, inexplicably. And, of course, being the consummate professional that he is, Rod from the Black Guy Who Tips recorded it on his end, and for some reason his recording cut out the same time mine did. Mine did. So, I'm going to give this one to the uh, podcast Gremlins, and I'm going to sincerely apologize to Rod and Karen for that, and to you guys, because I'm sure it was great. Uh, every minute we get with them is great, so I'm really sorry, guys. I uh, beat myself up over it pretty good, uh, but what's the point um, of keeping that up? So I will try to not uh, feel too terrible about it, and I do apologize to those guys. Um, yeah, man, that sucks. I, it, we're raggedy. What can I tell you? Um, so if you would like to contact us, uh, go ahead and check out our website, tastelikefriedchicken.com. We have uh, some Twitter stuff you can do. At Chill in Miami is uh, chill. I'm at Captain O-Dog. Our show Twitter is at Owen and Chill um, on, uh, on Twitter, of course. And our um, email is owenandchill at gmail.com. Uh, and you can leave a voicemail at one 882 and I will uh, do my best to put that on the show. We would love some iTunes reviews, uh, some five stars, guys. It would mean a lot to us. We'll read anything you put up there uh, as far as reviews for us. So um, thanks again for everything. Uh, Chonilla.com Network, they present us, and they are amazing, and you should uh, check out their show as well if you're not listening to ours, or <laughs> if you aren't listening to it yet. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, uh, enough rambling intro. Here is the show. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, the song will be Another One Forgotten. It's from Fraction and Fresh Kills from the album uh, Extra Science. Fresh Kills is uh, Andrew. Still hoping to get him on the show. He's uh, an excellent producer. Really enjoy his stuff. And uh, this is the, really the first song from this one that I've heard. So, enjoy. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? All right, what's going on? Not too much, man. Just uh, getting all set here. Um, yeah, you sound good right now. We'll see what happens okay. when uh, when we get them on. Because if we have that fucking delay thing happen again, we should probably fix it. Yeah. Uh, pain in the ass. Hopefully we're good that way, though. I'll give these guys a call. Okay. <laughs> Hello? Yo, what up? 
Hey, what's going on? What's up? Chilling, chilling. What up, chill? What's up, what's up, bro? What's up? Where my girl at? Where my girl at? How you doing? Hey, Karen. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I'm watching this regular-ass game and shit. What the fuck? This is some bullshit. But I like it, but this is some straight bullshit. The Bulls are awful. They good and terrible. Them motherfuckers, <laughs> they, 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 niggas, they, them niggas, they, huh? You said they good and terrible. Yeah, them, them niggas ain't sniffing no damn championship. I heard, no I heard the, uh, the fuck? I heard George Hill and um some Ranger not playing. That's what somebody. No, nah, George Hill, he got a hip. Yeah, uh, George Hill got a hip uh injury, mm. and Granger, you know, had a calf injury. And man, fuck that. I mean, the Bulls back up by two, but the Bulls good and terrible. <laughs> That's all I gotta fucking say. <laughs> Them niggas ain't sniffing no championship. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna let y'all know now. I'm really mad because uh, the meat market they stopped selling honey bacon, and I'm just really upset about that shit. I'm, they I'm got just, honey bacon. I never heard of that. I, why haven't I heard oh of my, this before? Oh, it's so good. Karen, that, see, is that from Canada? Oh no, no, hell no, hell no. This is Karen. This is Southern cured. Fucking, you know how you know how we get down down here. Even though I'm not. Florida ain't southern, but you know we still to the south. But this is that straight from the fucking country, motherfucking to me. Smoke out. You know what? Fuck you. Yeah. That's south that. Yeah, my finally. dick down south too. I think my that's the longest we've too. gone at the beginning of a show without me being told to suck so far. So awesome, got that out yeah. of the way. So everybody, yeah, uh, it, you know, welcome Rod and Karen. We don't even need to introduce you guys. It's just not even necessary. So. uh Thanks again for coming on, man. No problem, Anytime. man. Thanks for having us. Did you get to the end of your thought there, Chill, about the Southern bacon? I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just trying to explain to Karen, you know, how good the, the, the bacon is, you know, just, oh, is that just damn with, it, man. That's just with the honey, right? There's no spice to that. There's honey and smoke. Yeah. It's not honey pepper bacon. Yeah. It's not honey pepper. It's just honey and smoke, and that shit is delicious. Mm. Yeah. But I'm through with bacon, though. <laughs> uh, I know, I know Karen, Karen loves her some bacon and shit, so, you know, yeah. Well, we have got a long night of arguing about things we basically already agree about uh, ahead of us. But before we get into all that, I was just hoping to um, sort of uh, discuss a few things with you guys that we don't... Um, that, I don't know. You guys maybe have talked about a bit, but I'm really interested in life at uh, HBCUs. Uh, it's a totally foreign concept in a lot of ways to me because I don't even really know what that means. Like, I know they're historically black universities or whatever, but uh, in terms of makeup, like, is it really basically just black people or is it a more mixed sort of campus? Uh, it is basically just black people, yes. Um, but there is, um, uh, like, there's still diversity there. Mm-hmm. Um and in a lot of cases, more so than at a white school, quote unquote. True. And, um, because um, like the the requirements are just that you have a certain percentage of uh, like African-Americans or minorities to be called a historically black college or whatever. It's not like you have to um, constantly keep that. You know, it's not it's not like you go. Okay, only 90, 99% of people have to be black. All white people get out. It's, you, know, you see white people all the time. 
A lot of them don't stay on campus and stuff. No. Sometimes they can get minority scholarships, yes, actually. Yes, they can. Um, right. and a lot of times what, what happens is uh, they'll commute back and forth to campus. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a good, affordable way to get your degree, um, you know, typically an accredited agree, uh, degree uh, from, a, from a university. Right. And what was your, like, main focus, Rod? Like, what did you uh, study, major? I was business administration with a concentration in banking and finance. Um, oh, okay. But, uh, I, you know, I started out as computer. I wanted to be a um, computer Ooh, science shit. major, but the shit was just way too hard for me, man. Like, yeah. I found out people were just, and what what pissed me off is I found out people were just cheating. Yeah. Take, taking old people's program, <laughs> and they would just put their name on it and turn it in. And, and my dumb ass was doing the work and struggling. <laughs> and I go up to the fucking guy's office and be like, man, I'm struggling with this, with this exactly. Can you like look at my program and kind of like show me what I'm messing up so that next time it won't happen. And, you know, this is before test. This is before it had to be turned in. You know, I'm doing it like a diligent student should. Yeah. And the guy would just like, oh, you just put a comma right there. New Moodus. And no, let me see it. And then he just fix it and give it back to me. I'm like, that's not. I didn't learn anything. It's not useful <laughs> at all. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was why I stopped in. I wasted a year as that and I stopped doing that uh, that semester. All right. What about you, Karen? My degree was in uh, business uh, administration. And when I initially had uh, went to school, uh, I was going to be a teacher because I it's something um, some people have like a teaching. I call it like a teaching spirit. Some yeah. people and I literally have a teaching spirit. If I learn something, I could teach anybody how to do it if I know and understand and comprehend how to do it. And that's a gift that everybody doesn't have. Yeah. Uh, the thing that changed my mind was uh, once you get into your higher level of, of teaching, uh, they have a requirement that you spend so many hours out in the field. Right. And so you literally, I had to go to like, uh, and it just so happened that uh, uh, Federal State University, which is where we went, uh, is a t- is literally one of the uh, top teaching colleges in the country. And so, you know, uh, Cumberland County Schools is the um, system around there. So I would go to the schools and things like that. When I went to the classroom and literally saw what teachers had to put up with on an everyday thing like I didn't teach or anything like that you know I wasn't like once you get so long you actually teach the class I didn't teach I just kind of just sat back and watch and observe and I was looking at the things they had to put up with the the children and just the structure and things like that and I was like you know what they don't pay you enough for this and uh with a lot of the testing um, you would have to like test to get in. And if I think you had so many times to take it and if you failed it, you literally had to wait a whole nother year before you can take it again. I was like, wow. I'm trying to graduate. I'm not trying to fuck around and flunk a test and be like, you know what? Nah, I got I'm gonna extend my college day for another year. So after that, I was like, you know what? I have enough credits where I can still switch and graduate um, on time. So I just switched my whole major. Right. But that sounds like, like really useful shit. Like my university was kind of like I went for stuff that like I was really interested in and I've gotten to use it outside of uh, a job, but really not much on the job at all. Yeah. And, and, and for most people, um, it's kind of weird when it comes, especially in America, I can't speak for Canada, but in America, when it comes to degrees and higher education, a lot of times they just require it to, 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 to see if you can pass whatever loopholes they 
have for you because at the end of the day, most people that I know that have degrees, whatever they're doing right now, don't have bullshit to do with whatever they got their <laughs> damn degree in. And most of the time, whenever you go to the job, the job is going to show you their method and their way of doing doing things. And also something else is that in, in America, it's so goddamn expensive to get a degree. And it's so much money to get a degree. But for a lot of yeah. people they are opting out and they're doing, especially with the internet and things like that, people are finding ways to make money to do things in life where it's not required a degree. Most people went to college to get a degree because this is the way in America, almost like the homes, we're taught you must have a home. We're taught in America you must have a degree. But the way the society is now, um, people are challenging that, challenging why must I have a degree? Why must I go into thousands and thousands of dollars of debt? Why must I get out of college yeah. and, and, and have the loan of a, of a $200,000, $300,000 home, but I'm not having a home and I got to stay home with my mama. Well, it's turned into such a scam, like just making it impossible for people to get out from the debt, right? Like, And for what? But, I don't know. But see, I've always, I've always been under the impression that college is overrated because unless you're going to be like a doctor, a lawyer, teacher, you know, and you know, and obviously uh, technology and shit, but not even so much technology because if you just got it, you got it. Uh, College is pretty much overrated because, you know, I, I, I didn't, wait, I'm like Kanye, college dropout, fuck that shit. Um, I was going to be an accountant, you know, whatever. Uh, but a lot of my friends got degrees and, you know, after school, after graduation, they graduated college and shit, you know, we, hey, what's going on? How you doing? Uh, well, I'm working at a, a department store basement in L.A. What mm-hmm. the fuck you mean? You, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I mean, believe it or not, it's like you'd be better off picking up a trade and, 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 and making your money that way and shit. Because, yeah. I mean, it's just, and plus, believe it or not, I hated fucking school. And you I know, hated fucking school. Yeah. I hated it with a passion. And I graduated, you know, it's like I, my mom was like, you're too young. And I was 16 in the 12th grade. Mom was like, you're too young. I'm, I'm the only child. I'm like, you too young to go out. I was like, well, fuck this. I want to go chill with my friends. I was like, man, for real, then fuck college then. So I waited. I, I know when I graduated, I couldn't work full time because I was 17. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 16, 17, you can't work full time. So I was kind of just like out there, you know, chilling, playing video games and shit. And, you know, I went to school. And then it's like after a while, I was like, man, fuck this shit. I just, I just wanted to be like, put this way. I wanted to be an adult. And I just wanted to just experience life for myself. And like I say, uh, I'm doing all right, man. I'm 43 and I don't work no more. So <laughs> I did all right for that myself. That's, that's a good thing. I know for me, Chill, I'm not, um, even though I went to school and I got a degree, I'm not a fan of a lot of the standardized testing and all that type of things. And a lot of people fail to realize literally school is not for everybody. And some people don't understand that concept of school not being for everybody. And a college degree is almost equivalent to a high school diploma. Everybody got one. And so once you get to that point, the market becomes saturated almost. And Uh it becomes to the point where employers can be picky. You know, years ago when you got a degree, get one. So you could kind of pick and choose and be particular about uh, having a degree. And also what people fail to realize, the economy was different. Um, because uh, when I graduated, I graduated at a time, uh, right after September the 11th 
and people was people wasn't hiring then. So I completely understand the economy like it is now where you got a degree, you got this debt, people talking about paying me back, and you're like, motherfucker, I can't find a goddamn job in my field. I'm 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 doing all these other things that I didn't plan on doing. And it's almost a smack in the face to and, and to an extent, I can't I, I don't I can't speak for anybody else. You be even get you will begin to even question why did you get your degree i can't speak for anybody else you'd be like why why did i waste yeah. my time to turn around and still yeah. i can't find a fucking job yeah i i went yeah. back to get a trade after you know to because of that really and like that was some weird shit especially this last time because like i'm 35 and going to school with people who are not 20 yet and overhearing their conversations and shit man i've never felt so old it was weird yeah, I mean, cause, cause, I mean, like, like, take Rod for example. Now, Rod got his degree. You know what I'm saying? But then it's like, look what he does. He wind up doing something he loves, and, and if he keeps it up, he's probably gonna wind up making making way more money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then, 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 and putting up with far less bullshit than he did. You know, working at nine to five. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just like, like I say, but you know, the field he was in. Yeah, you you, you need a degree. Like I say, certain fields you you need a degree. Sure, yeah. but for the most part, it's just like, eh, man, get out there, take your chances, man, just make your way in the world, man. You know, and like Karen said, which I totally agree with. You know, the, the world has changed so much, and, and you know, uh, the internet is 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 such that man, all you need is a fucking dollar and a dream, man. You know yeah, what I'm I saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, it, I feel like all college really um, does for a lot of people. Um, is just teach you how to learn, how to be diligent about something, how to, it's almost like training wheels for the real world. Cause it's a yes. place, it's one of the last times that you really get to make some really bad mistakes. Yikes. And it doesn't <laughs> you. Cause you know, like if you had a, a job job at say like 19 and you went on a bender and got like totally fucked up and missed work all the time and, you know, all like just some of them like really bad mistakes that people make. Mm-hmm. Um, you would probably have to get fired in the real world because that shit ain't acceptable. No, like you can't just be not. coming to work hungover every day. But you come to class hungover and it's like, that's just college, bro. Yeah. So I, right, I think right. that's why a lot of people keep going is because it delays your like real world by another four or five years. True. But uh it's just become so expensive. Yes, it has. And it's and then, you know, and then once you start thinking about how much it costs, it's like, do I wanna pay three hundred thousand dollars to be a kid for four extra years? Come or, on now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'd rather go just go ahead and go to the real world and deal with it. Yeah. Right. But speaking of HBUs, Owen, do you do you know why H H uh HBCUs exist. No. I mean, I, you, Rod, Karen, y'all want to feel this one? Y'all want to educate my white friend, my evil white friend? <laughs> it's, it's, it's because of y'all motherfuckers. White that, man uh, would not let us have education, brother. That, that sounds about right. They didn't want black people to do is learn. Yeah, was, We can just keep all the knowledge to ourselves. So uh, a lot of, like, and actually had to fight to get a lot of these uh, HBCUs in the first place. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was by necessity, man, you know? Um, mm-hmm. yeah, same, yeah, the same yeah. way that you had, like, segregation and shit like that. But, you know, these are, you know, a lot of times private universities. Um, some of them just, you know, even some of the ones that are public now started out private because, you know, the government was like, we ain't trying to pay for you niggas to learn. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, it, 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 yeah. 
and, and on all of I'm sorry, Rod. And on yeah, I would challenge you. And on I would challenge you to uh, Google uh, Tuskegee University mm-hmm. and, and 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 just and just find out how that was built. It's it's just amazing. That's why I say, you know, black people are the children of the sun. White people are the children of the corn. That's real talk. <laughs> Y'all some evil, nasty motherfuckers, man. Hey, Y'all not denying some nasty that motherfuckers, man. It's so true. It's it's really yeah, but, rotten. But, but, but yeah. Um. So okay. Have you, like, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to ask. I've just I've been reading Memoirs of an Invisible Man for like two years now, and uh, the part I'm at still is uh, that's what damn. I do with books, man. I just can't. I get to a point. I'm like, man, that's a great book. I can't wait to read it again, and then I won't touch it for a really, really long time. But it's got this really amazing part about a a university being dedicated just for black people and like the way he's talking about it it's really like um this sort of the idea is this beneficial or like uh oh, what's the word for it like you know benevolent white man handing down the education uh needed to be better negroes sort of thing like that's how it's it's put and it's a really fucking interesting look at I don't know. That book is incredible. And, no. and the, this is how I feel. And it's funny, though, because once you say I went to an HBCU, uh, people automatically assume that you got a less than education and people automatically mm. assumption that 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 you that you're ignorant because you went to HBCU. And it's one of those things where I tell people accreditation is accreditation. Black universities don't get a different accreditation than a white university. And at the same time, guess what? Somebody from Fairfield State and somebody from North Carolina Central, guess what? If if then motherfuckers not hiring, neither one of us got a job, no matter what your degree is. Exactly. My, you know, yours your <laughs> just cost quadruple the cost of mine as far as you know what you have to pay back. But at the end of Preach. the day, that make that doesn't make a difference. And to me, um, it's funny when also when you talk about HBCUs, people assume that at HBCU is nothing but niggas there. Do they not realize that white folks is everywhere? They don't realize you cannot escape white folks. <laughs> white folks teach at the yeah. university. They don't staff at the <laughs> university. For some people, for some reason, people think that black folks go to HBCU, dance and kumbaya and say fuck the white folks. That's not realistic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like for real, Owen. That's real, Owen. Cause like, like, like real story. Like, I think a couple years ago, white boy, Howard University, valedictorian, the first one in the school's history. I think four point something something average. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that that that's real talk. So it's like we not like y'all. You know, it's like yeah, we 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 accept all comers. You know, if it because I mean, with, with and I think the thing that a lot of, a lot of times people don't understand, it's like. You know, HBCUs, they not only educate, they teach. You know what I'm saying? And it's 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 kinda like, you know, other races, other ethnic groups, whatever, they go to HBCUs. It's like they always come out because I've heard stories, they always they like they go in thinking one way and they come out thinking a totally different way, you know, and it's it's just like Karen said, it's it's it's, it's the education that you get, come on now. Some some can say that it, they're better than the majority of these white universities. You know what I'm saying? Um, so are the are the I, oh sorry, Jill. You were gonna go ahead, that. go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna ask: Is the dude bro party 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 culture as strong in those places? Because like I went to a ridiculously <laughs> white university, like ridiculously so, 
and it's only like it's called Roby Street High School. It's only claim to fame is sports teams. It's just basically like got a weird little anthropology department that's pretty good for some reason. But like that dude's puking in the bushes at eight o'clock in the morning on exam day sort of shit was all over the place. And I don't know, maybe it's stereotypical to think HBCUs would be a little less uh, like that. Nah, it's still a lot of partying and shit, but it's not as it's not like your party universities and shit that a lot of these people um get get known uh for. Like it's it's actually um like because there's also a lot of religious aspects to some of this stuff. Um, because religion's always been a huge part of black culture in general. And as you can imagine, it had a lot to do with some of the founding and leadership at these universities. So um, a lot of black, a lot of black campuses are like dry campuses. Uh, mm-hmm. When we first got to Federal State, there was a no visitation policy, which basically means you can't have people of the opposite sex in your room. Um, right. But uh, those things actually, you know, they got changed while we were there and, you know, they changed like everything, you know, slowly with the institutions. But um, yes. it, it it definitely wasn't. I mean, you could get drunk and you had, you know, you could find. But we, you know, you weren't supposed to be getting drunk. Um, and it yes. was the same atmosphere because one thing they do convey to you at a historically black college that um, at least at federal state is that there is a high wire act for a black person and your um you know, you're going to have to be better than and you're going to have to, uh, you know, treat yourself seriously if you want to be taken seriously. So, there, you know, there's a lot of, um, and you know, speakers and stuff, a lot, you know, programs. Some I agree with, some I didn't. But we we got presented with these things that were kind of like, hey, um, you know, you can't be out here just partying and getting drunk and fucked up like these white kids. Like, you got to be serious (laughs) about your shit. Which is um really sad to see when people buy into this a- aspect that the uh, historically black college universities are um somehow less than mm-hmm. white people because it's like uh you couldn't get by on some I'm just a black dude or I'm just a kid or you guys need a quota of people like there was none of that shit it was you stand or fall on your own merit and that's it right yeah yeah and also I think for me. Uh, it also uh, taught me, especially because I went straight at like from high school to college. So it lets me it, it showed me that black people could be professors. Black people could be in leadership positions. I'm just I'm just saying from just from me and my background. So, so I thought, OK, there are black folks in these positions. But a lot of times it's a rarity that you. Uh, see them at white universities and it's a rarity that you just sometimes see them in life unless your family or you got family members or uncles and aunts you know what I mean that deal with universities and things like that for a lot of black people you really don't get to experience uh, black people in leadership position authoritative position making roles making money and things like that so to me personally it, it opened my eyes to that and also it's to me it and my personal, I guess, experience, it also, for a lot of black people, they feel comfortable um, than you do at a majority white university because everybody looks like you. So like Roger said, there's no exception to the rules. You know, you you can't say, well, I'm black. Okay, everybody see a black motherfucker. Read, do what you got to do, or else you're not going to be here no more. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like it was like, it's no excuses for you being black because everybody's black. Um... And so to me, I think that for a lot of people, it show it, it, 
it makes them feel comfortable with their blackness and pride because there's there's some things that you can only get from HBCUs that you don't get from other universities, um, and, which is good and bad on both sides. Don't get me wrong. It's good and bad. But it's one of those things where I enjoyed my HBCU experience uh, very, very much. Nice. Yeah, yeah, like 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 knowing the like knowing the um the the, the black national anthem, goddamn it, that y'all couldn't sing, goddamn it. <laughs> what, what the fuck y'all wind up singing, Captain Planet, goddamn it? See, the HBC, your college did you wrong. See, you goddamn it, cause you're supposed to know that shit. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I ain't gonna never get over that shit. I don't oh, mean to bring man. it up. I ain't never getting over that <laughs> yeah, cunt shit. Yeah, not to that bring it up again. Cunt shit. But that is one of the most awkward moments. But like, if it had been deliberate, uh, you know, like it was so hilarious. It was just so <laughs> funny. And then after you guys stop, and there's that silence, and it's just like, oh my god. I th- I thought it was deliberate. I thought it was really good. But then look, no, I, look, I no. wouldn't give. A, but the thing is, I wouldn't give a damn if I did know all four verses. I'm not singing that shit. Right. Fuck it's that shit. You sing that shit in church. That's what we sing that shit in church. Fuck that yeah. shit. But anyway, yeah. go ahead on. No, I just think it. Go to church and it's a religious song. Like, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. Oh, is it? Okay, see, I don't know anything about the content yeah, of this song. Third verse is God of our weary years, God of our silent tears. Oh, come on. Like, that who has brought us thus far on the way. You know, it would be like yeah. we we have people do the lyrics to our show um, when people come on, but to me, it would be like the us telling a white person like, okay, your lyrics are you know, nigga, shut the fuck up, nigga. <laughs> like you know, let like that, you didn't come on for that shit. You don't feel comfortable with that shit. I didn't clear it with you. Like, yeah. why want to do that? So let us pray. Like, no, yeah. come on. And even then, I still don't expect you know a year later for somebody to still be bitter about that shit and never <laughs> had fucking, never had the audacity to like bring it up to my face. Yeah, that's weird shit. No doubt. Um, hold so, on. You know what? Hold on. Oh, See, now y'all got no. me. Hold on. Now y'all got me. Fucking trying to remember this shit. Well, how how the shit go? Okay, hold on, real quick. Let me see how the shit. Let me see. What would you start it off, Rod? How you say? God of our weary years, God of our silent tears, Thou who has brought us thus far on the way, Thou who has by Thy might led us into the light, keep us forever in the path we pray, lest our feet stray from the places our God where we met Thee, lest our hearts drunk from the wine of the world we forget Thee. Shadow beneath thy hand, may we forever stand true to our God, true to our native land. I think that's it. Is that it? That's it. You that's pretty, pretty though. Yeah, I, I had to. I had. I had to go back to church on y'all because that's what we. That's where I learned. That's where I learned it. You know, so I had. I had to go back. Like, I like black God so much more than yeah. white God. I have to say, it always seems to be like so much more meaningful. <laughs> you guys had something that really like God meant to, something. Black you know? God has to deal with black people problems. So exactly. <laughs> way more resourceful. Yeah, yeah. It just seems cooler, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's why he fed all them folks with the five with the five fishes and the loaves of bread. Because he was like, look, we got to improvise. Fish sandwich. <laughs> yeah. All day, all day, man. It's- Fishing it up, man. But so, go ahead on this your this your thing. Quarterback it, quarterback hey, it. Hey, hey, thank you. Speaking of speaking of football, thank you, Chill. Um, you guys have been talking about this bullying uh, controversy in the NFL lately, and it's been uh, well, bullying sort of a weird word for it. It's hazing. It's fucking on the job harassment, as you guys have uh, talked about racially. 
And it's been really interesting to me to look at how the NFL considers like the code of conduct for the NFL. Because as I've mentioned before, my main sport that I like is uh, MMA, UFC specifically. And those guys are like, if you're going to talk about like masculine, over masculinizing and just like the most like, you know, steroid, maybe not necessarily steroids in the UFC. They test a lot, but. Those guys are like man men, you know what I mean? Like they fight and um, they're expected to behave themselves. They get in a lot of shit. There was a dude the other day who made a comment about uh, Ronda Rousey, just how he, you know, whatever. He made some comment about her that wasn't appropriate and he got slapped down immediately. I think you guys talked about it. Dana White being uh, as hilarious as he is, you kind of have to, you know, give him that at least. But like... What's the deal with football players being allowed to be children? Like, where do you think that comes from? Uh, well, we talked about on our show, there was a story. It's it's ironic because it really had nothing to do with this shit. But there was a story about football players at a college that went to a theater like play as part of their like one of their classes. Yep. And they heckled the theater people and called them homophobic slurs and were very disruptive and just didn't take it seriously. And I was thinking like, it's kind of funny because that seems to be what people want from football players and, and athletes in general. Like they kind of like the idea of a hyper masculine, just uh, ignorant um, frat guy. Like that they, you know, and I, some of it comes from envy because I right. think people believe that that's what they would be at their most base. Like, you know, it's, it's like the id, you know, like if, if, if I could get everything yeah. on it, you know, you hear people say shit like, sure. you know, if I was 300 pounds, nobody would say anything to me. And if I had that money, yeah. I, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, there's always going to be a dude who's 400 pounds. There's always going to be a dude with a little more money than you. There's always going to be something in your life that you can't control. Um, but I think that uh, the NFL, like a lot of traditional organizations, they think the hazing thing is um, cute and that it kind of brings guys into the fold. A lot of organizations use this shit to like foster brotherhood w because you can't replace real, you can't create real brotherhood without time. So yeah. you put people through a fake uh, ordeal that will cause them to, to create bonds. Fraternities do it all the time. Right. Um, and I think uh, someone on our show brought up the fact that it's uh, if you could compare anything to the NFL, it would probably be the military. And it is very militaristic, like a lot of similarities, a lot of uniforms. Yeah, just a lot of stuff, just a yeah. lot of crossover. And this does kind of feel like it, it, like while we're saying they're allowed to be children, these guys would say, no, this is you becoming a man mm -hmm. going through this uh, so that, you know, I see it as immature and childish. You would see it that way. If you were if having at your workplace, you would sue somebody. But in this one context, they're being allowed to say, no, this is what real men do. Right. And, that, and that's always going to be dangerous. These guys need like a team uh, overnight survival wilderness camping trip or some shit. Like, right? Yeah, like I don't know. Yeah. Trust falls. Yeah. <laughs> Trust falls. I just, I just, I just find the whole shit laughable. I mean, I mean, look, it's a lot more we don't know, but it's like as of now, I just find the whole shit laughable because it's just so much ignorance 
coming out of the Dolphins organization right now. I'm talking about from coaches, from players, and you know, even the pundits. It's just so much ignorance coming out of everybody's mouth. I'm just sitting here just like, and this is the latest thing that just got me today. And and um, I was watching, uh, you know, Bo on uh, Highly Questionable, and I felt the way he did. It's like, uh, they actually said, the black player said that the white dude who was doing all this fuck shit is more black than the black dude he was doing it to. And I'm like, but my, like, what the fuck does that even fucking mean? You know, and until so now they're, they're quoting other players, talking about some, it's a, it's like the way, you know, you grew up and the things you've been through. And well, what the fuck does that mean? You, you know, it's just, it's like, I, I'm just sitting here and I'm just like, just laughing just because it's just, it's just so stupid. And all I can say is, you know, it's like, okay, everybody, it's just like Rasta, everybody's saying what I would do. If it was me, if it, yeah, y'all wouldn't do shit neither. You know, probably y'all wouldn't do shit neither. You know, for, but the uh, thing is, I, that's considered, huh? the, for this dude to be the one that's considered the punk, it sounds like, Everybody He's else in that locker room was walking around letting them say the n word to him and do all this shit, and they and they didn't have no issues. So if he's a punk, what's everybody else? Yeah. And, and and this is the thing. And this is the thing. Now this dude has pretty much uh, put his name and his rep out there, and he has made himself subject to all kinds of motherfucking just oh, just just horrible comments and all this shit. And now he's the pariah, you know what I'm saying? In like a room. And I'm thinking what they don't understand is this dude just got the ultimate checkmate because the dude that was doing it to him, he, he didn't bust his ass. All he did was use his brain instead of his brawn. And he saved fucking voicemails and text messages and he released them. And now dude is out of a job and Probably ain't gonna make no more money for the rest of his life. Not that NFL money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How, and I'm thinking checkmate like a motherfucker. So who winning? How, who winning? how good is he? Is he is he that like good enough to be back in a year after this good? Or is he pretty much done? He was catching the team and he was a pro wait, yeah, which one are you talking about? Yeah, the, yeah, which dude? Yeah, um, incognito. Yeah, he was catching a team and a pro bowler. I mean yeah, yeah, he yeah. he'll be back, man. That's the thing that's funny to me is, uh, Riley Cooper did some racist shit and was back in like forty eight hours. He's, uh, the NFL. Hey Rod, mm-hmm. hey Rod, remember that? Talk about some. He gonna take a leave to get himself right. Three days later, he back with the team <laughs> practicing this shit. Right, racism <laughs> rehab lasted seventy two hours. Two days <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> over the weekend. Sensitivity <laughs> course, nice, nice. Racism rehab consists of uh, when is it okay to say the N word? <laughs> yeah. All right, go back to work. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was the whole class. Here's here's your, here's your sticker or stamp. You can go on back. Oh, they uh, got a whole test about it. Like you got to fill out all these questions, and it's always the same answer. Yeah, and it's it. open book test, so I ain't yeah. like they fail. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but it's, but 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 no, nah, but it was probably like Karen said. Uh, like like hey, okay, okay, give you a sticker. Okay, bye. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And, and and my thing, and I guess the way I look at it is is like this, is the football culture and the football mentality uh, to an extent frustrates me. I love sports and I love football, but it frustrates me when 
like Roger said, you allow things to happen in this environment that you do not allow in other environments. Where else do if if everybody there makes millions of dollars, this is not happening in in you know at a at AT and T. You don't see them doing this bullshit or in in your normal working environment. You don't see them. But like, hey, come here and do my FTP report for me, rookie. No. You actually do that job and whatever's required of them. And the thing, the thing that, the thing about it is this: once human resources got involved, everybody panicked, and now everybody wants to cover their asses because nobody knows what what text messages this he has. Nobody knows what emails he has. Nobody knows what what uh, correspondence he has. Nobody knows what names he's going to come out with. And everybody's fucking panicking right now. I, I think so. And, and yes. the dog organization. And so everybody's like, well, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. But Bullshit. I can, uh, but I can yeah. guarantee you that something's going to come out uh, in the long run to tell the truth about what really happened. And, and it's funny how everybody's coming back and talking about this dude is soft. I don't think it's anything soft about somebody standing up for their rights. And people say, well, he didn't stand up for his rights. Yes, he did. Just because he didn't come and put you in your fucking head does not mean he didn't stand up for his rights. That shit is hard to do. Yes. Exactly. And, and the thing about that, when you, when you do that, guess what happens? You get charges. Yeah. The, you know, and the thing is like paper, a paper trail is more powerful than any fist will ever be. Yes. And people, when, once paper get the moving, because once you have paper moving and you can get lawyers involved and things like that, to me, it frightens people. So now, I literally, I think the whole organization is probably panicking, cleaning up, you know, and, and who knows what the organization has told people, you know, we can't make ourselves look bad. You know, you know, we all go out and say that this is not true and things like that, because uh, even going by the news report, they've always said that that overall that the organization is a very private organization. Like they don't really come out to the news and come out to the media. So it's amazing how now all these people are ramping and coming out. Um, and the thing, the thing, the thing about the thing about this is. It's funny to me is that more people seem to be no, 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 less people seem to be more upset about this action than they than they are about Michael Vick and the dogs. And it's amazing <laughs> how when you ask people the difference, people would get motherfucking red in the face and be like, uh uh-uh, him and them goddamn dogs. I never forgive him for that bullshit. No, 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 no. Uh. Turn around and you'd be like, well, a, a man, a grown man. Being bullied is not acceptable either. <laughs> oh, that's the football culture. So that's why I don't want to hear this. Yeah, it's going to be funny yeah. too because uh, these are the same people that were lamenting over the loss of Junior Seau um, and some of the other players that have like, committed suicide in the last yeah. few years uh, based off of mental health issues that may have stemmed from uh, traumatic head injuries and stuff. Yeah. Um, and, you know, this is like a big push during the – uh, collective bargaining agreement to get the public on the side of these guys as human beings. And then the second something happens where a guy actually does check himself in for emotional distress before any of this happens, uh, you know, I see people that were, you know, telling me how they respected the players and Junior Seau needed, someone needed to reach out to him. They're all yeah. like on the side of the meatheads that are sitting around going, uh, you know, he's a bitch. He, if you want to go out like a sucker, you do. Exactly. it's like, you know, y- y'all don't really give a fuck about anyone or anything. 
And we keep defining manliness and manhood by doing the stupidest possible shit. Like, the, to me, he handled this shit so smart, um, 100% textbook, and it's the only way you can get something like this change. Uh, I know people have been trained that you just go punch a guy in the face and that's the end of it, but that's because people think this is just bullying and they don't understand. It could be an institutional workplace harassment uh, exactly. Yeah. All, all these players in the locker room now are coming out saying they have uh, Incognito's back. So that doesn't yeah. sound like yeah. something. Just go punch one guy, and then and then all of a sudden you're back on the list of acceptable teammates. It sounds mm-hmm. like he he felt like he was in a bad situation. I don't know what you know. I don't know all the details. More shit will come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Oh, I, I'm, you know, story. I'm sure for something to get this bad. Other things had to happen on both sides to get it this way, mm-hmm. but but it's still yeah. one of those things where I'm tired of motherfuckers acting like they care about mental health of these dudes, yep. and then turn around later and being on some like he a bitch, like okay that's helping, yeah, yeah, and you know what I was listening to uh Dan Lebertard today. Owen, if you don't know who Dan Lebertard is, he's a uh, a sports uh radio uh host. Talk show host in in Miami, and he had uh, Stan Van Gundy on. Uh, Stan Van Gundy used to be a NBA coach for the Orlando Magic. And so, you know, they had him on. They were just talking about it. And and, and Stan Van Gundy brought up a point. I was just like, kind of forgot about that. It's like, you know, Incognito was supposed to be the tough guy. And he's like, yeah, but how tough is he for you to leave voicemails? If he was really tough, you just would have went and slapped that, that nigga. Fuck that. So how tough are you really for you to leave voicemails and shit and all that shit? Don't don't seem so tough. And I'm just thinking, it, it, you know, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but the way he said it, it made a lot of sense. And, I, and you know, it's just like he says, uh, you know, and, and think about it. It's, it's He said, it's been my experience that people who talk shit all the time, they really ain't about shit. Because think about it. Y'all know goddamn well. Motherfuckers who bought it, they don't talk. They just swing on your ass. That's think true. about it. If you haven't lived it, you've seen it. Yes, you have. Yeah, you know if if you know if you haven't lived it, you've seen it. Motherfuckers who bought it, they ain't got time for no talk. Talking just give them headaches. They just fuck out and just beat your ass. We'll talk after I beat your ass, and they beat you down. And then you want to talk? You got something to say? So it's just like you know, like like I say, it's just laughable. And now this whole thing that is coming out about he's blacker than. Get the fuck out of here! You know, just it's, and, it make me think that they were scared of fucking incognito too. They were scared of his ass too. Yeah, fuck and then especially the like they think like this is why I said that wanting athletes to be ignorant has to be a thing because these motherfuckers think they helping somehow. Yep, they are literally mm-hmm. proving a hostile oh. work environment. Yes, they are. Like it's it's like they yeah. have no fucking concept of how important this could be. Miami is actually saying, like, we want to open up our workplace to be investigated uh, as a hostile work environment. Uh, we want to cooperate. And then you have your fucking players going on TV like, yeah, uh, we got you yeah. know Incognito's back and uh, he's an honorary black man to us. I mean, we don't never have an issue. It's like, dude, any, what are you serious? And any HR Fuck. person look at that and be like, OK, y'all got issues. Yeah. But Rod, Rod, Karen, Owen, do y'all think it's just this right here is just a classic case of closing ranks? But let me tell you something like this. This is what I think. Mm-hmm. Incognito go down, I'm thinking 
He gonna take a lot of motherfuckers with his ass. He he gonna only tow the line for so long. But when that motherfucker income get cut off and them millions of dollars, because this was this was a contract year from Owen. Mean, yeah. meaning I don't know if you if you okay you understand what that means. It was a contract year. He mean... was due. He was due. Ahead. Okay, his his former contract was up, so now he is he was um you know about to negotiate. Uh, a new contract and right. possibly make a shitload more money. Okay. Right. So that's been taken away from him. So I'm thinking, okay, this nigga feeling like you done took millions of dollars from me. I probably won't work in this motherfucking league no more. I'm probably going to just have to fucking find something to do, make baskets, flip burgers, something. Okay. Yeah. So I'm thinking he probably going to take everybody down with him. Cause it's already coming out that the coaches gave the order. I wonder right. where that came from. That came from somebody. Sure. Yeah. So, what do y'all think this is? The players, the players having his back. Y'all think this is a classic case of of they just closing ranks, trying to, trying to, trying to stick together until somebody break. What y'all think? Um, I really think that they believe a lot of this shit, man, and they're just so stupid. They really think that <laughs> this is like help. They're like our friend got unfairly <laughs> criticized in the media, and we're gonna go set the fucking like set the story straight. <laughs> when bikes get in front of our faces tomorrow, and they don't realize how ignorant they look. Yeah, how te- how terrible it sounds to 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 somebody that works in a working environment, have dealt with HR and all this stuff. And this and the thing to me is this: this is this right here with the dolphins should be a warning to all organizations. If y'all doing this bullshit, you need to stop because it will come out. This he just happened to be the first one that came out and quit the team and and is filing the report and all that stuff. Uh, but at the end of the day, I guarantee you, this is not the only environment that's toxic like this. Dudes have been doing this shit for years and have gotten away with it because they're the superstar, yes. star, yeah. the captain or whatever. It's like it's like you you are telling you are telling people that it's okay. Um, and and I can say the thing about it is that like, I'm a grown ass woman. You're not gonna haze me. I, I I know you're not. We're not we're not gonna play those games. You're, you're paying me to be here. I'm I'm paid to do a job, so that's what I'm gonna do. And the problem yes. I have is that you talking about rookies who do make the least amount of money out of the group paying paying $30,000 for meals and stuff yeah. like that, going broke and, and, and taping them, you know, to go, I don't, maybe that's just me. I think a lot of shit is funny, but I don't think that shit is funny. Yeah. Mm. It's ridiculous. Mm. Well, mm. maybe it's because like in MMA, every dude involved is a fighter. So, but like in the UFC, if you throw a punch outside of when you're supposed to, you're gone. That's it. Like nobody is allowed to be in the UFC after that. And I wonder if a, a no violence, like off the field or whatever policy would make a difference in a situation like that. Because in that case, a guy couldn't say, well, you should have punched him. Well, you can't. That's fucking stupid. You, you gotta know, work it out. They have rules and regulations against that. The problem is that they need to get rid of the hazing. Like, like hazing is a part of the culture. Like Roger said, they, they, they have yeah. a, a show that they do every year where they um, work yeah, uh, hard knocks. Hard knocks. Where well, they actually uh, tape a football team and they in their preseason and show people getting on the team and all that stuff. You yeah. need to get yeah. a fucking hazing. That like to me, that's the issue because somebody will always take it too far, and that's the problem. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you. I mean, you. You've heard all of the all of the excuses. 
Texas. Well, it wasn't a veteran presence in the locker room, and it, it wasn't this, and in my day, blah, blah, blah. And even Mike Dicker, God damn it, Mike Dicker got on the motherfucking mic and said, oh, I would have kicked his ass. Really, 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 <laughs> really? You seen the size really? of that guy? Jesus. I mean, but I'm just saying, but even, you know, Mike Dicker back in the day, he was a bad boy. Well, sure. I don't lie. I, but still, it's like really. I mean, it's like when they you know, act. It's like you, you and your go go, go ahead, they, Gary. They, go like, ahead, Rod. They act like that shit would end it. Yeah, you know, but I don't no. know everybody else yeah, got exactly. to fight for it. A lot of times, you fight a motherfucker, and that's not the end. Like nope. motherfuckers still want to keep fighting. Yes, they do. They don't. Yeah. Fight. They'll. It'll be over when they fucking decide it's over. And you know, now with people being able to just go get guns and shit. Mm-hmm. Especially yes. if other people had that dude's back in the locker room. Now Let's you probably got to fight jumped. two and three motherfuckers. You can't fight yeah. two out of everything, dog. That just exactly. escalates it. That doesn't, that doesn't fix shit. Like, have, have either of you guys exactly. ever had to deal with that sort of shit at work? Not at work, but in my oh, regular no. life, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. No, I've in regular life, but not not work, no. What about no. you, Karen? No, I, I have not uh, fought people. Uh, I've seen bullies in action, and it and it is something yeah. else to to watch in action. And a lot of people would not consider it bullying, and it's one of those things where uh, I've I seen it was a pattern. So I started doing kind of what he doing, taking notes, writing notes, right. writing dramas, typing names, typing the actions, typing who I told and reported, and writing it all up. And it just so happened that somebody else had the same idea I had. And got and and, and um, she ended up getting fired off of that because it's one of those things where people are going to deal with it for so long. And it's and and the thing is this: when a sane person snaps, it makes the crazy person look sane. And sometimes yeah. people have the tendency to forget that the person is yeah. crazy. The actions are normal to them. This is normal everyday life. So they they're. They don't have lines. You as the same person have a line. You're like, okay, motherfucker, I don't have enough for you. Snap. But when you snap, guess what? You're going to jail. You got charges. You got all this other shit that goes along with it. A lot of people think I throw a punch. Yeah, you got a punch with charges. Now you're a criminal. Right. Yeah. You know, because we're, we're in a grown working environment. And so, you know, yeah, you punched him. But let's say he doesn't punch you back. All of a sudden, you look like the fool. So, like I say, the biggest thing ever before is paperwork is the biggest blow that you can give somebody because you yeah. can't yeah. paperwork. Yeah. Well, I had a situation. And plus, and plus, oh. and plus, and plus, paperwork. If you if you're taking copious notes like that, people don't know that is admissible in court. Oh, absolutely. If it gets that far, that is admissible in court. Is well, it the same up there? Oh yeah, is it the same up there? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. That's the, that's what you have to do. Well, I had a, I had a situation in my previous career. I won't say exactly what it was, but um, basically the job I was doing had been a contract job for many years where people bid, and there's a family that did um, most of the other jobs in that uh, plant that I was in, um, and they're black family, and they had uh, a guy who was married to or like common law with the sister who worked there. There's probably like five, six, seven people in this uh, family. And an an incident happened where they broke up and one of the members of this group and another member got really, really heated with each other. And I was the union rep um, in that section. And it got to the point where the one guy was talking about what kind of weapons he was going to bring in to work and use against this other dude. 
and like they they did fight it out uh and it just got worse and it got so bad that i had the entire section hating me for um getting involved in the situation because they all got mad like what are you doing sticking your nose in our family business and my point was uh, uh, you, this guy's it, talking about bringing knives and acid in to fuck with your brother uh somebody's got to do something I mean, he may be a big mouth, but he may not. How the fuck am I supposed to know, right? Yep. So right. I went through like two years of basically having to wear my headphones at work because this douchebag would make snide little comments about rats all the time. Little like rat comments. Yeah. And I'd turn around and say, you got something to say? You're like, well, I'm not saying nothing. You know, one of those kind of... You know, and, and, and I had that daily question for me was just like, man... Oh, I feel so good to give him a fucking shot. Just one, you know. Uh, but like it wouldn't it wouldn't have fixed anything. And that to me is so like people do not get how serious that shit can go. Cause if he'd have brought fucking acid into work, I could never live with myself after that. You know what I mean? Well Owen, well Owen, why you just didn't rub your balls up against him? <laughs> yeah. Why you just didn't do that? Why you just didn't get up on him and rub your balls up against him? And, and I have a question, y'all. Why, why do people only feel like bullying is for children that adults can't get bullied? Because for some reason, adults get very ignorant when you be like, adults can be bullied. What do you mean adults can be bullied? They can be bullied, too. I think it's a trigger word, honestly. Yeah. And people have overused it, which I do agree with. I think the just the word yeah. bullying has become such a calling cry to, like, so many people at this point that... Yeah, there's some um, things people say bullying, and I'm like, mm-mm. Yeah, and I think that's what's happening. So you gotta you getting a huge reaction from people that are just like bullying, fuck that shit, you know. And uh that's why people don't want to hear it because and, and because I think it's correct to say because um I think it's correct to say this is workplace harassment. We already have a word for this. This is yes. no it's no, not you weren't coming in the locker room and uh giving him a wedgie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was fucking different. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, yeah. since you bring it up, Chill, um, I believe that uh, the Nutcracker has met um, his uh, kryptonite. I uh, I've been Which wearing is? I've been wearing um, restraint harness, fall arrest harness all day yesterday and today because I just got a job. Yoo-hoo. Oh, and, congratulations! Yeah, thank you, thank you. I'm it's gonna be gone tomorrow, it. Rod. Yeah, it's, it's probably it's gonna, gone Rod Karen. You the most uninformed white man I ever seen <laughs> in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, it, it's it's how it is. There's not a lot I can really hey, do about it. Hey, um, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, yeah, y'all. Yeah. He the blackest white person that I know. <laughs> she. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, yeah he trying not to be an honorary black man because he keep getting <laughs> yeah. it's laid off. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate that. It definitely, uh, I, I do put it, like I add it in that column every time I get laid off. I'm like, yeah, I'm laid off, but I'm getting blacker. That's always good. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you, though. I'm proud of you, bro. <laughs> thank so. you. Thank you. But I discovered that follow-us gear um, is awful. It, uh, it, You know when George Bush landed on that uh, aircraft carrier, you know, Mission Accomplished, and he was wearing that fucking jumpsuit, how the straps on that shit just, like, yeah. inappropriately highlight your groin region? Well... That's the same way with follow us gear, and uh, I'm telling you, man, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to go out and uh, protect the city from evil anymore like I used to. Oh, Are you Lord. sore down there? 
just Are feeling like down? restrained, you know, just just like cooped up. Mm. <laughs> Crickets. That's all I gotta say. Crickets. <laughs> well, to turn the topic to something less uh, gross and about my nuts. Um, uh, how's it going with the premium, Rod? Like, obviously, you're still putting all that out and all that, but, like, um, I don't know. Like, I've, I know I've said it before, but I'm always so proud just, like, thinking about you guys over there doing Word. I don't know why I take personal fulfillment from it. It really doesn't make any sense. I did absolutely nothing to, other than become a premium member. But, like, yeah, it's it's awesome, man. It's so cool to see. How's it, how's it feeling now that you've sort of been doing Word. it for a while? That's uh, good, Word. man. Um, actually more successful than I thought it would be at this point, which is, uh, uh, kind of become like just the, the pace of the show at this point, everything is always a little bit more, uh, successful than I think it'll be. Um, <laughs> so that, you know, that's good. And, um, you know, uh, just the main thing now is like, uh, some, like we have our like staple shows, which are like, uh, balls deep and, mm -hmm. Uh, the nerd off, the nerd off, yeah. fantastic um, shows by the way. But like some of our shows are like way harder to get people to do. Like interview shows are harder to find people for. Yeah. Um. Sometimes, uh, you know, tracking down people that will review movies with us and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. You know. But but that have kind of have you gotten bossa? Have you gotten bossa to do one of your, uh, in, yeah, your movie show? Because I, I got him to do a couple. Um, but okay. it's hard to get people's, you know, because like their schedules is super busy. Like boss is working, and he's in school right going now. Going to school, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, hey, he misses his own show some weeks. Exactly. Um, so, exactly. You no, know, I think it's a lot harder to track down people than people think. So, um, you know, but it, we're still. It, to me, that's a small complaint compared compared to where I was. It's just sure. it, just different responsibilities mm -hmm. that I have now as opposed to uh, before, but. Uh, it's going great, man. Um, the one thing I will say that's different is now I have, I feel like we have to start doing stuff like taking weeks off here and there and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, have, you get burned out, man. You'll get right. burned the fuck out, man. Right. Yeah. We do it five days a week. And also I don't want to like oversaturate the audience either. Like sometimes it's important to be like, to be missed. You have to kind of let yourself you Yes. Even wanting more, exactly. Yeah. Even wanting more. Yeah. Hey, cause Rod, for a minute, I was like, for a minute, I was like, hey, y'all running that Chip Kelly podcast shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, goddamn, nigga, slow the fuck down. Y'all gonna be burned <laughs> out like a motherfucker and shit. Yeah. But I, I gotta say, I, I must say, y'all too. I, 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 for real, this from the bottom of my heart, I am so proud of you guys. And it's just like, I feel that. Yeah, Rod, don't hate me. Don't kill me. Mm -hmm. But uh, started from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> I like that song. That's the one Drake song I fuck with. So. Yeah, that, but you know what? That That's kind of appropriate. Let me, let me, without getting in your business, um, is it, uh, are you, you breaking even, like, when you had a real job, you know, the job that you hated, the job that you had to get up and just go punch them crackers out. Fuck you, cracker. Yeah, cracker, get off my desk. You know, versus, versus being independent and just like, yeah, this my shit and fuck everybody else. Are you, are you kind of maintaining on that level? I don't want to get yeah, um, in your business, job, but. 
the good news is um, they didn't pay me worth a damn, so uh, it didn't take much to replace it. Nice. But, wow. Um, I, figured it was, I figured it would take a long time to replace it, but um, I was actually just looking at the numbers for the year the other day, and um, like it's really close. Like it, like I said, it's always way more successful than uh, what I think, man. So, uh, you know, this is one of those times where it's just like, Wow, didn't expect that to happen. I was thinking maybe in a couple of years I'd be able to replace some of my income, but it just goes to show that um if you do something that is kind of irreplaceable and people really dig it and they they like you like on a a level where, you know, cuz I feel like we're pretty intimate with our audience. Mm-hmm. You guys um, are special that way. Like you guys are yes, inspirational are. that way. That I I feel like See? I mean, I don't know how many podcasts, other podcasts have caused to spin off, but the way you guys interact with us is is what inspires, at least inspired me, and I think probably Chill too, and a lot of other podcasts I could think of, you know? Like, I think you guys have something really special that way. Well, I, I think, yeah. like, because of that, that's why people feel like, uh, sort of, um, like they root for us, because... Cause we, you know, we're we really did not uh, spill it. Have, let let it be know? free. Let it be free. <laughs> Don't bite your tongue. Let it be free. Y'all niggas is consistent. Wink, wink. Y'all niggas is consistent. God damn it. Y'all grind hard. And you know what? On the real tip, y'all come with the new, interesting, exciting shit. You know, like I say, Rod, I'm just so pissed off because I can't listen to your. Sh- shows it's been like months since i've actually heard the show even the show that uh when i did last week haven't heard Mm -hmm. it and in that particular show believe it or not i will never listen to it because (laughs) i have a problem with hearing myself because rod if you can believe this i don't listen to 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 taste like fried chicken podcast i don't listen to them if i do it takes like a week for me to get, because I have to start it and stop it. Start it, because it's like, I just can't stand to hear my, and you know, the funny thing is, Owen has the same problem. Yep. We can't stand to hear our own voices. So, you know, that's kind of like why it's, it, you know, one of the reasons why it's so hard for us to put out an episode on time, because it's, Owen is like, stop, start, stop, start. Because yep. it, it's just hard. <laughs> it's hard. Cause... I find it like torture to, to listen to my own stupid voice. I don't know why. It's just, uh, but Karen, how much has that uh, worked for you? Like, how, how has that yeah, changed? Oh. oh, sorry, Chill. Hello, oh, yeah. can you hear us? I got you still. We got you, Chill. We we good? Yeah, as far as I can tell. I was just going to ask. Yeah, we good? Uh, yeah, you guys can hear me, hey? Yeah. Okay, okay sweet. Uh, yeah, it all looks good. Yeah, we we good. Um, I was just gonna ask Karen what uh sort of difference it has made for you in terms of like, uh, is there more stress, less stress? Is it is it a much different rod when you get home? It is different. Um, I think for me, uh, personally, I know that rod has it, and I know that my son city, but it's it's one of those things where. Me and Roger both work. We work in different ways. And sometimes I think people underestimate is that for me, doing, for me, I literally work two jobs now. And sometimes people have a tendency not to, not to think about that. But I work a 40-hour-a-week job, 
then come home and record five days a week and record spinoff shows. So, you know, I put probably another 40 hours a week doing other stuff. And, you know, being guests on other people's shows, I don't mind doing it at all. Please don't get me wrong. But that's another reason why every now and then I be like, nigga, we got to take a day off. I've I've worked. (laughs) You know, like, you know, consistent times where I, you know, you get up, you go to work, you come home. You know, and you would record, and then we record again, and then we got to do this. And it's it's been times where, you know, we record our show in the morning. We might record another show in the afternoon. We might record another show at night, which I don't mind. Like, like I love it. But uh, for me, because I work outside of the house, sometimes every now and then I just be like, okay, I I've mentally have to just take a break and rest my body. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's why every now and then we like, you know what? Y'all getting a premium show. I'm like, not today. <laughs> yeah, not even, it's not even that. Cause like a lot of times, like I'm the one to decide if they're going to get a, a premium show, if we're going to take a day off or something like that. But it's just a matter of like, um, it, it like, it is work. And I think people don't really get it until, um, you know, and and it's and it's a little more different because it's work that you love to do. Mm-hmm. So I'll fuck around and be working on something, and then I'm like, oh shit, it's twelve hours later. Yep. I should have, like, out, like I should, yeah, like I I actually don't have the time to keep doing this shit all day. I should be doing something else, yeah. take a break, do whatever. Um, and then a lot of times because I multitask so fucking much, I'm I'm working on shit while I'm trying to do other shit anyway. Like, I'm going to play some Batman. But first, let me put up these episodes, and then I'm going to do this. <laughs> like, even during my fun shit, I'm doing something with work. So, yeah, sometimes we do have to, like, treat ourselves better, especially um, when we were working and doing the podcast, we pretty much never went on vacation. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't go anywhere. We didn't do anything. And now, like, uh, I think uh because of you know the show and all this stuff i'm starting to realize like how important that kind of stuff is and we just were we're kind of neglecting it to build all this and if you're not going to take advantage of some of that at some point then you're never going to do it so you know we went to charleston this year Mm -hmm. uh we're going to go see uh chris lambert perform this uh friday yeah you know we might stay up there for a day or two Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, it's stuff like that, that we really have to do a better job of, um, you know, integrating into our lives because, uh, you know, if you don't relax at all, you know, you're burning yourself out like chill. Yeah. yeah. All work and no play. All yeah. work and no play. And like I say, I'm up cause I'm gonna be up there like, uh, 21st. Mm-hmm. I explained all this shit to Leonard. So y'all ask Leonard for the 411. Cause I might not get to see y'all. Cause, yeah, you know, what I'm saying I'm gonna be up in y'all ass, but I might not get to see y'all. Cause, uh, my girl got a new job. You know, what I'm saying and congratulations to her, it, by the way. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah well, yeah. Thank you, thank you. And it's the thing, like she got to take a day off work to come get me. Cause you know what? I'm catching the train. I'm finna take the scenic route. I'm catching the train. So that's a twenty hour. That's why I say, Rod, I can't listen to your show. I'm catching mm-hmm. the train, right? So I get up there and it's gonna be that Friday. So naturally, cause cause I talked to Leonard, Leonard was like, Well, you could stay overnight and we could rig it halfway. And I'm thinking, I'm like, Leonard, you don't under 
tanned. When I get there, I'm really not going to spend my first night with y'all motherfuckers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 trying to I'm trying to get into a little something. You know what I'm saying? So she gonna come get me, and then we gotta go back to to, to Virginia. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like okay. And then we got that weekend. Then she's gonna work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then and then Thursday. It, obviously, it's Thanksgiving, and we're gonna be free. And it's like then that let then I, I leave that Sunday. And it's like now I promised her cowfish. I was gonna take her. We're gonna go to the hotel. We're gonna go to the uh the Candlewood Suites. And I promised her, okay, I'm gonna treat her whatever. And it's just like I was like, look, I love y'all like 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 a play cousin, but uh this gonna really be like our, our, our like only weekend like alone alone. I ain't trying to see y'all motherfuckers, Rod and Karen. I love y'all. I ain't trying to see y'all niggas, man. <laughs> I told Leonard, I ain't trying to see y'all niggas, man. I'm, tr- I'm trying to... Mm, I'm trying to smash. I'm trying to smash. So I, I was, yeah, man. So I was like... Priorities. Yeah, man. And I was like, you know what? Because don't, don't, I was like, I'm going to be back up there like at the first of the year, like like March or April. And I'm like, okay, so then we can see each other then and shit. I'm like, shit, y'all don't wait this long to see me. Y'all can wait, goddamn. But I'm just like, it's just going to really suck to be that fucking close and, like, don't see y'all. But it's like, it wasn't my fault because I didn't know she was going to get another job. She, The other job came through and this was like, fuck, because we was going on the fact that she had her old job and she took all these days off. Cause she had taken 11 days off. And I was like, cool, we can go up there, we can chill, we can, we, we, we can party, we can bullshit, you know, shout out to Biggie, we can party, we can bullshit, and, but no, shit, it's like, fuck, so, eh, like I said, I'm just so sorry, it's like, god damn it, but who's to say, though, who's, who, who's to fucking say, oh, who's to fucking say what's gonna happen, but that's what's, that's what's up, though, you, but, you, you good, you good, and, uh, Owen, I wanted to also say this. One thing that I have realized about um, Roderick, he literally works more. And sometimes, like, and you know what? We, it, he's changed. He takes naps, which I thought was amazing. I'm yeah. normally the nap person, but Roderick will what? I've had enough. I d- because, you know, Roger would sit around and for, you know, he's been up 20 hours. You'd be like, uh, um, then when he goes to sleep, he's tired. So, you know, he sometimes he has to literally force himself to rest because Roger's like me. Like, like I have to watch myself uh, because I literally, me and Roger both have this workaholic gene in us where we work, 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 work. And so um, every now and then you literally have to force yourself to rest because if you don't, your body will shut down. And when it shut down, you don't like the results. I know um, that for me too, I also, um, I enjoy the fact that when I wake up in the morning, Roger walks me to my car. A lot of times he's here when I get here, we go out to lunch together, little things like that, that we basically couldn't do before. And a lot of times our lunch, it's, it's a business lunch. We ain't sushi going. Yeah, you hear about the podcast? Yeah, it's on such such a while. We munching on sushi. So, yeah, it's, it's like a <laughs> lunch break, but it's like a work break, too. Yeah. That's quality time, dog. Damn real. So, Damn real, man. 
It's my opinion, and since I have no idea um, what it's like writing any other kind of jokes, I'm kind of talking out of my ass, but maybe you'd agree with this, Rod. It is like uh, podcasting is like got to be one of the hardest mediums to write jokes for because like it'll sound great in my head. It'll work great when I talk to Janelle. I'll do it on the show and it just boom, flat dead in <laughs> air. And I know I'm sure you've experienced this. I've heard a couple. And, uh, like, how does that work for you? Do you just have to keep trying at it or what? No, nah, um, for me, that, like, it, it's kind of like, um, it's like not, like, not trying to say, I, well, I, it's, it comes easy for me. Rod to- don't write, hold on, hold on. Rod don't be writing no goddamn jokes. Rod, because I could tell Rod, he, he speaks, uh, extemporaneously. How about that, Reggie? Bitch. Extemporaneously, bitch. Yeah. Drank. I, I got some sweet vodka. I drank. Shout out to him. Yeah. I said I got some sweet vodka. I drank. Shout out to him and Nick Juice. <laughs> what were you yeah. saying though, Rod? Um. Well, I was gonna say um. What it used to start off where I'd be like, okay, I have these random thoughts, and like they're not always jokes. They're just kind of things that happen that I think maybe something is interesting about. Maybe it's funny. Maybe it's not. Um, and then there's like none of the rants or anything like that are ever like planned out normally, um, like a couple times I have, but even then is like, uh, when I, I know we did one called like the Christmas addicts, uh, uh, conspiracy, mm-hmm. yep. like that was just something I was thinking about in, in Cadova. And then we did that like the next day or that, that night or whatever, um, but I don't like run it by Karen. I don't like practice it or anything. It's just always something that I just noted that I thought was funny. Um, and that's how I used to do it. But now I don't even do that. Um, what I try to do is if I think something's funny or I can remember like something's funny, I'll make a little note and I add them to whatever we're already talking about now. Yeah. So I don't like now I don't even stop the show. Like most people probably don't even like think about well, he doesn't do random thoughts anymore. They're in there. They're just part of the show now. You don't like a lot of people probably just don't notice it because I never force one. Like I don't just go, uh, you know, I was thinking about and and then like, you know, yeah. we'll be talking about yeah. something else. I'll go, I was thinking about cars or whatever. But like for example, yeah. I've had one written down for weeks now about how uh whenever I watch like a, a movie though or, or whenever you watch like racing they have these um they have the pit crew who can replace tires in like a minute mm-hmm. yeah. like they replace all your tires they you know they get you off rolling and everything you do that real life. and i was like i would pay an extra like 50 dollars a tire yeah if i could go to a <laughs> real life place that would do that now i've written that down for weeks i want to talk about it but just nothing came up on the show that really related to it and I don't want to force it so yeah. I'm, I'm content with waiting but there'll be one day where we'll be talking about something and I'll be like oh shit that reminds me you know right 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 oh, that's cool neat yeah but I, well, I don't I don't write shit down well, go ahead Rod I, I'm sorry oh, I was gonna say well I don't understand is people like like Owen um, I'm gonna ask Jays to do it um, I don't know if Rashani does it or not but I don't understand the people that actually like write their jokes down, practice them. Like I don't know how y'all do it because I couldn't do that because I feel like so much would be riding on that joke to work that if it yeah. did 
like, fuck, man. Like, it would really fuck with my head if my joke didn't work, if I put that much effort into it. So instead, I don't put, I just, like I said, I just note, like, went to Walmart, the person's voice is funny. Right. I'll, I'll just remember that much of it and then kind of, like, talk about what happened there. Um, and as you know, like, I also don't make shit up. So um, it's not like I ever have <laughs> jokes. It's like, you'll you'll never be listening to the show where I'm like, what if clowns and slaves had a party? Like, that shit. Yeah, so it's not like I'm a comedian quote where they can kind of do shit like that. So, man. That's like Paula Dean and Gallagher got together to have a party or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, nice. Now, nah, but this is all good because Owen can tell you. I don't because because Owen, Owen takes he be he be he be having notes and shit. I be like, nigga, fuck that. Because I, I be like, fuck that shit. Because I don't write shit down. This is like like to plug it in, play. I don't give a fuck. Whatever come out, come out. I don't write <laughs> shit down. I cause it's like I just play off of what everybody else say, and you know what I'm saying. And uh, apparently, I mean, look, that's how I've been anyway in all my life. You know, just play off what the next man say, and that's what I think you do, Rod, on real tip. Cause it's like the shit you say, you can't write the shit down because it's like the shows I listen to, that shit be in the moment. You can't write that shit down. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. like Owen, Owen be like, Owen be like, all right, I'm like, Owen, I don't write shit down. And Owen, no, Owen can tell you, fuck that, freestyling like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, and, see, and, and I think uh, somebody uh, has to um like, because uh, Karen doesn't write anything down. So like, somebody has to like, in my opinion, someone has to be the like organizer, and then that that leaves the other like i think if i'm doing a good job as a host you shouldn't be able to tell that i've organized it too much but you also should should feel like the other people are just teeing off saying whatever they want to say doing whatever they want to do having a good time and a natural conversation i feel like that's the best flow for our type of show so um you know, when I listen to people's podcasts, like when I listen to your show, I'm listening to Owen different than I'm listening to you. Yeah. You know, like I'm trying to see, like, okay, how did Owen make this transition? How's Owen gonna get this conversation right back in? Yeah. Uh, how you know how's Owen gonna get to the next topic? Um, stuff like that. While I'm listening to you, I'm like, okay, what's Chill thinking about this topic right now? And is she gonna make the connection to this last thing they talked about or last week or you know is you know, is Chill gonna um hear? You know, she's gonna hear this word and then she's gonna go off on his ass. <laughs> like I'm listening completely different than than both of y'all because I feel like everybody has different responsibilities. Yeah, yeah. that, that wow. and, and just the just the simple fact that yeah, Roderick is he's the organizer. He's the one that you know kind of lays everything out. And a lot of times, uh, my reaction to a lot of shit, a lot of times, be literally my pure first reaction to it like i don't read articles i don't read emails or voicemail i don't do any of that and I, a lot of times it was funny and i didn't realize this because when roger's organizing his brain is going like a million minutes a second and he hears me but sometimes it's like because uh, a lot of people call me like a ninja like i'll say stuff and people are like oh that shit is funny and a lot of times right to say 
and he listened to the podcast. He was like, you were saying some funny <laughs> shit. I'm like, I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Karen, I'm gonna tell you, Dizzy. God bless you. I'm gonna tell you what gets me about you. Like when that Abe shit broke, and you had on and, and, and I on the show, and it's like, okay. At first, you know, we was all having conversation about it, and okay, then all of a sudden, you know, Rod get hyped because, and I get it because it's like, get it out, bro. Cause yeah. you, you you got the you got the right motherfucker. I got your back. Get it out, nigga. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Fuck them cunt ass niggas. You know what I'm saying? But then all of a sudden, Karen get on the mic, and you know how Karen talk. Karen got that laissez faire kind of speech. You know what I'm saying? Just like laid back, off in the cut. You know what I'm saying? Drinking sweet tea under the under the fucking oak tree and shit. All of a sudden. <laughs> Karen start getting hyped. That's why I know. I'm like, this is how I know. Uh oh. Karen start talking that King's English. He start talking that proper English. And boy, I be like, oh shit. And it, like I said, Karen, I can always tell when you're upset or you're disturbed by a particular subject, uh, comment, you know, whether it be feedback or if it's just a subject in hand. Because, nigga, your ass get proper than a motherfucker. And that shit just tickles me. It tickles me to no end. I'd be like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I want to ask you two this. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I have yet to go back. And like I said, I don't go back when I go forwards. Now, I jumped in on y'all shit by, like, like 2011. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's when I fucking, you know, start... Checking out y'all shit. Now y'all say back in the day, y'all was a shitty mess. I find that hard to believe. I'm not gonna go back and check, but I find that hard to believe you a shitty mess. Cause Ross says, man, we was raggedy. We we didn't know. Lord, we Ross say, Lord, we ain't know. We must have had two people listening to us, which I think was bullshit. But let me ask you this, Rod. What made you? stick with it i mean did you have a vision with the podcast i mean like put it this way was it something that started off as a hobby and you got like extra serious with it or was it something that like you've always been serious with it because it's like rod i just find it hard to believe that that, that you could sit here and say that we were raggedy and Karen. I've heard you echo the same sentiments. Yeah, we we was towed up. I think that was your words one time, Karen. Yeah, we was towed up. You know what I'm saying when you started off. But it's like to 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 hear you now and and see when I when I jumped in and listening to you, I remember used to have the little background music and shit and whatever, and it wasn't no 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 live shit. You know the feedback show was just. You know, you would read the emails because I remember the first time you read mine, I was like, oh, shit, them niggas read it. I was happier than a motherfucker. I was fucking, <laughs> but it's just like, but it's just like, between the two of y'all, did you see yourself being where you are up for Stitcher Awards, you know, um, on, 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 on Podomatic's number one spot? Fuck you do, bro, motherfuckers. You know, <laughs> did you see yourself, you know, at this level? Or was it just really a hobby and you was just like, man, let's just go ahead and do this. I mean, that's what I want to know. 
um for for us like well for me specifically um i always like treated it seriously but um like it's it's i'm of two minds because i've always felt like it's the most fun thing most natural thing i've ever done mm-hmm. um that made me money um but at the same time i've always had really high ex- i've had like high expectations yeah. for the show but not necessarily in the way that people view it like i to me high expectations was i want to put out a quality show mm-hmm. i want to be able to do this many hours a week i want to be able to do this many shows a week um and my like expectations have always been superseded by the audience cuz we you know when we had a when we started out then like i don't like i know people look at it now like maybe they don't believe where we were at but yeah we we did just have a couple people listening like mm-hmm. i remember us looking at the download numbers and being like oh shit we got 10 like that's great yeah we moved up to 10 this week it was like double digits yeah wow. you know i remember when people um like uh would uh like retweet us or something that was like a big deal like yo someone retweeted the show or someone mm-hmm. said they listened to the show yeah and part of our like well at least part of my principles with this shit has always been that you should i don't want to force anyone to listen Mm-mm. and i don't want anybody to listen out of guilt like yep just, yeah like you'll still be my friend if you don't want to listen you'll still be cool with me if if uh you don't fuck with this show like it, i don't mm-hmm. want like i never wanted to make people feel like they owe me nope or vice versa um and it's one of the reasons that we get to be whoever we want to be and however we want to be on the mm-hmm. mic. Ain't that the truth? Because we do openly say like, "Oh yeah, you can leave." Like, fuck it, I, I'm fine yeah. with that. So, so like that was part of the thing where um, I, I've always been like, okay, if people listen to it, it, that would be cool. But if not, it'll be something fun for us to do, and I think we'll be better at it than people think. Mm-hmm. And you know, every time we reached a milestone, it was like, wow, you know, uh, you know, a hundred people downloaded this episode. This is crazy. That was big time. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, 200 people, oh, 300 people, you know, then, you know, at some point, like uh, thousands of people are downloading this shit and you're just like, That's I awesome. don't know why necessarily because to us is, you know, we, we're, we're still having a conversation. We're still having fun. We're still like it's it's not like we're sitting around as we're recording being like, and that'll get us a hundred more listeners. Mm-hmm. Nobody yeah. does. We're just like everybody else. So um and, and like I said, my expectations, I guess, when I would feel accomplished or feel um truly um like I've achieved something, it won't be until I'm looking at iTunes and we're at the top of that shit, or when I'm looking at um, you know, when I when I'm when I'm saying to myself like, should we do this or go do a nationally syndicated radio program? That's <laughs> how I'll be looking at like, okay, I feel like I did something, but right now I'm just like, you know, it's working, it's more successful than I thought it would be, but I still constantly look at the people doing better than us, mm-hmm. constantly look at the people that are above us, right? And I'm right. like, do I copy that? As far as and not their material, but copy like the the habits that made them better. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's the way that I imagine uh, an NBA player looks at another a better NBA player and goes like, okay, he stays extra and shoots around an hour a day. 
I need to stay extra and shoot around an hour a day. I need to shoot two hours right. a day. That like that's right. how I look at this shit. So it's you know, that's my approach to it. And so far, um, like I said, it's it's been way more successful than I ever imagined, way faster than I ever imagined, because I never looked at this as like a thing that, oh, in, in five years I'll be able to do this for my job. I was looking at shit like maybe one day in ten years, in twenty years. We can look Why? at this. We, sure. we can work. And now it's like four years later, it's like, damn, it's, oh, this is subsidizing one of our incomes. That's way faster than I thought it would happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's past awesome. There's a lot of people that did this shit for longer than us that never made it to that. There's a lot of people that quit. A lot of people that, mm-hmm. you know, just life got in the way. Whatever. They yeah. Just, right. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm really like I think like we're really lucky to an extent to even be in situations, but where we could do this, but we also want it, man. Like it's 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 one of the things that makes me mad when people like come at us like we're some type of entitled or spoiled show. Like, yeah. no, nah, man, this, you know this is this has been uh, there's been surgeries involved in this. Mm-hmm. There's been you know yeah. hospital stays. There's been. Um, you know, deaths, there's been uh sicknesses, there's been, uh, like yeah. we like this is our life and we care about it more than other people care about their shit. And so mm-hmm. for someone to ever like try to impugn us, like to try to come at us, to me it's like I don't even have time to be mad at somebody else that's doing better than me because that's how hard I'm working and everybody should be. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's real talk right there. That's that's real talk. Cause it's like shit, me and Owen wanna be like y'all when we grow up. That's real talk right there. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's real talk. And I and I know for me, Owen, uh I I look at it like this. A lot of times and we've talked about it before, but I feel like this. People see where you are now and they underestimate what you did and what it took to get to where you are. Yeah. Uh, when you, it's good when you make something hard and complex look easy. That means you're doing a good job. We make this Word. look, but a lot of people don't realize the time, the planning, the effort, the hours of talking, the you know what I'm saying, and things mm-hmm. like that. A lot of people uh, fail to realize, like some of our first shows. We literally recorded some shows two and three and four times before they ever got aired or released. You yeah. know, that's really if the people don't see you and we will literally go back. And, and this happened before recently where we've messed up, up, lost recording. We'll be like, fuck it. Let's record again. You yeah. know, re-record yeah. again. And it's one of those yeah. things where people underestimate work ethic and people underestimate dedication and people underestimate hard work. There are just some things in life that you just cannot get without hard work. There's no option. There's no other way around it. There's no magic stick. There's no shortcut. There's no Googling. You just got to motherfucking work hard. I know we were kind of talking about our shit for a while, but um, I really no, we good. We good with that. We yeah, good man. with that. This is our goddamn show. Talk away. <laughs> if they don't like it, fuck them. We want to hear it. I want to hear it. Talk away. I was going to say, like, the thing is, and it's not an insult to anybody, but I really feel like we can do more and we can do better. Me too. And Me too. Um, that's the shit that I concentrate on because um, 
you know, I, I feel like people are rooting for us, and then people feel like, man, look what y'all accomplished so far. That's great, and it is great, and I like, I really do appreciate it. And I, I didn't even think, I think it's happening faster, but I still th- thought it was happening. You know yeah. what I mean? I know Fonte on, from Little Brother had said uh, um, one of one of his raps was like uh, he was talking to a dude and he said, "Hey, would you work ten years for your dreams?" And that's how I looked at this shit. Was like, would you yeah. if you could if I knew at the end of ten years I could do this and be like me and my wife, this is what we do to make our money. Yeah, yeah I would do that. So you have to start working when it's not any money and when it's when it's costing you money when there's nothing but just your sweat and time equity just put all up into this shit and the the payoff is not what you're putting into it and i feel like we're starting to get some of uh get the payoff back like you know like uh, even with the stuff we're doing now it's like how many hundreds of dollars how many thousands of hours had to go into this before we got to this so and so that that's the thing is like I still feel like we have more and bigger things to do, um, and we just have to keep focusing and grinding on that, man, because I, I feel like we, we do have a good plan, and we do have a good strategy, and we do work well with people, and it's been able to be natural. Like, it hasn't been forced. We haven't had to, like, fake any relationships. We Like, you know, we've been, like, this has been the thing that we do that we are ourselves at, and... So many people are never, never going to even try to do stuff like that. So that, you know, that's like, I feel successful now. Like I walk out of the house and I still don't even feel like I'm where I want to be, but I feel like the beginnings of that, like, you know what? Like this is a thing that is me and us and it matters. um, And nobody can just come in and and take that kind of shit away from you. True. And all that, God, but goddamn, y'all, I mean, how many, y'all got like 27 shows out there? I mean, <laughs> what the fuck? And, and, really? and, and, the, the, the thing about it, Chill, is uh, this is how um, I feel about it. It's several things. Um, first of all, um, I agree with Roderick. There's so much more we want to do. It's so much shit me and Roderick talk about. Because, uh, put it like this, Roderick is a rational thinker. He'll think logically about shit. I'm I'm the dreamer, if that makes sense. Like, it's been times, even years ago, I, w- I would kind of say, well, this, this, that, and the other. And they're slowly starting to come to fruition. And it's one of those things where um, I-, I want us to eventually, uh, to like, we're, we're big, but to become bigger. And once we get to the point where I can quit my job and work for the black guy who tips full time y'all ain't seen nothing yet and 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 i say it and i mean it with all my heart because that because roger can only do so much but if you had both of us with unlimited time willing to dedicate y'all think y'all seen spin-off shows y'all ain't seen nothing yet like it's a lot of stuff that we both could dedicate time to um and also something people underestimate when it comes to what we've been doing we spent time and and also we spent money. A lot of people fail to realize, uh, but even before we got donations or anything, we bought the equipment. We purchased mm. stuff out of our own pocket. That is not we cheap. Were, you guys we got were, nice mics. Look, you know what? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know like, what? Like, like, you know what? Shame on y'all because you know what? I was there when y'all were upgrading because I remember 
when you had the the, the uh, forgive me if I say it wrong. <laughs> you when you had the snow glow when you had the snow glow microphone <laughs> or whatever. Snowball. <laughs> That's what I call it because it looked like a big ass snow glow. You know and what we I'm saying? We shared it with four people. I like remember it. when all y'all was huddled. <laughs> Yeah, I was saying, I remember when all y'all was huddled around the campfire talking into the snow globe <laughs> microphone. But at the same time, I remember when I was there when y'all had got y'all donations, and then it's like y'all showed us the people who. Because I, I look, I'm gonna be real. I ain't never donated shit. All I did was buy a sweatshirt, a hoodie. That's all I've ever done for the black guy who tips. I can't front people, but I'm seeing the people who who actually donated their their, their money. I've seen y'all come up because y'all were proud. Y'all was like, we got the condenser mic, bitches. We got the mixer, bitches. I mean, y'all was just all up in it. And I'm just like, yeah. So I've, I've seen y'all. You know, put the money that you get back into the show. So can't nobody say that. Oh, nigga, we just paid for them to go to Cancun. What the hell? No, and, nigga. And, and, I, I, I've seen that. So and, it's like, you know, where I'm coming from, it's just like you deserve everything you get because yeah, you put and, the time in. You put that. I can say you, you. Go ahead. Go ahead, Karen. Oh no, no problem. And 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 this is also. What uh, one more thing I want to say too, a lot of times uh, when people give, we give back, and we give back in many many ways. Like when we get like the equipment upgrades, like we have, uh, you know, when y'all see us on Spreecast, we have multiple cameras. Those are HD cameras that cost money. So we don't want people to think that they're giving nothing. That's why a lot of times when people give for the premium shows, we put out yeah. as many shows as we, we just crossed over a hundred. And a lot Please. of people are like, well, wow. I was like, well, when people are paying, we don't want people to feel like they're wasting their money because I rather really give you too much content than not enough. And I tell yes. people in, 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 in a society where, every, where people would take stuff for free, I tell people, people are willing to pay, but it has to be unique. Yeah, That's how people said to realize you have to have a unique and a very, very different voice. And also, Chim, this is another reason why when certain situations and certain things come up and people begin to, to talk about us, I, I, I take it personal um, because I'm looking like, motherfucker, you just don't know what I sacrificed to get this show to where it is. How dare you come over here with this fuck shit? And, 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 and so that's where a lot of that anger um, comes from. And, and it's not that I think I'm better than you. It's the fact that you just don't know what, we've done and what we've sacrificed to get to where we are and it's one of those things where instead of talking about me if you spent that same effort and that same time crafting and improving your shit you would improve also yeah do you yeah, guys but, uh, because, because, oh, because oh, i'm sorry oh no okay, problem cause, cause it's like, yeah because it's like especially like when we did do that that first episode when that shit broke about uh Y'all are cult followers, I mean, cult leaders and shit. And it's just like, you know, I noticed that you really, I mean, you didn't get mad until you started dressing people attacking your husband. And I just thought that was beautiful. That mm. was greatness right there because anybody who knows, knows that you love him and he loves you, you know. And, you know, if y'all heard me and Nick, did you, I was like, you know, I bullshit, but Nick Drew says, no, nigga, they really go together. 
you know. And it's like everybody who who listens to y'all can see that. You know, y'all are like the 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 quote unquote perfect couple. You know what I'm saying? And I respect that to the fullest. And what touched me is that when you went off that night, that show, you only went off when we started talking about them niggas talking about your husband. And that touched me because you was like, y'all don't know how fucking hard he works. Mm. And then you and you broke it down. This nigga worked 14 hour days. Mm. Y'all don't see that shit. All y'all know is y'all get y'all fucking content on time. Yeah. And that shit touched me. If you know you try what I'm to saying? send a question and find out what's going on at two in the morning, chances are you're going to get an answer back in like five minutes. Like it's ridiculous. Exactly. 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 They they, they don't see the the emails uh, about you know because basically Roger gets IT. So if the site's not working, he gets hit hit up on 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 all these different former platforms. You know the email, Facebook. You know the website and all these Twitter. And it's one of those things where because I I actually see the hard work and I see the dedication and I see the long hours. Um, it's one of those things where I really, really give people the side. I like, no, no, we, we, we're not, we're not going to deal with this. We, yeah. We're not, we're not, we're not going to put up with this. And, and, and it's some things where I've, uh, I love our fans because our fans get us. And it's one of those things where if you don't get us, you can get out. Yeah. You know, we, we, yeah. we want a happy environment. We want a fun environment. We want a playful environment. But also, we understand that our fans don't control us, and yeah. we don't control our fans. And like, like, like that's a two-way street. And another thing, a lot of people, yeah, yeah. And another thing, a lot of people wouldn't see is like, you know, we haven't been doing that this long. But I've, I've I try to do our show format-wise, like basically a half interview show. You know what I mean? I like to interview people, also talk about. Anyway, that means booking guests, and you guys are always like the easiest to deal with like it's always of all the different people we've had on like i know if i hit rod up i'm gonna hear back right away and it's gonna be professional and just like you guys have that shit down to a level that is really impressive because like you know some of the people i've got a hold of or do this sort of thing all the time and and you guys are always the most professional at it so i was gonna ask you though is there are you guys willing to mention? I know you mentioned it on the show um, that Guess the Race is being used on other shows without credit. Yes! Are you willing to say who yes! the hell is doing I that? Wanna, I really want to know. I noticed that too. I noticed that too. Rob, Karen, they buy, y'all need to start trademarking. <laughs> I'm going to be real with you. Y'all got to go on home. Y'all really need to start trademarking. Because, yeah, I noticed the same shit too. I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, that's Rod and Karen. But. To, but <laughs> The, so who, the, no, who, who? but I think Ron and Karen will tell you like they're not. I think say, they probably. see they give homage to Keith and the girl. Yeah, you know. Right. So I, I don't know. Can't even. I I wouldn't even take credit for Guess the Race because uh, it started as a joke on Keith and the girl, yeah. um, like like sarcastically. So it'll yeah. be like it'll yeah. be like oh uh, yeah, this guy got robbed by two gentlemen. Yeah. Guess the race, and then you know it's like okay, it's black dudes or whatever. Yeah. Um, but and I thought it was hilarious, but it was also like, oh, there's potential there because people really do play guess the race, sure. and it's like perfect Every day way to watch the news. Yeah, it's the perfect way to sum that up. And you know, our show is kind of irreverent. We're all about not taking shit like that serious. So, um, and then I, like I said, I've never claimed any type of ownership over it. Uh, we've like 
make got music and make it like a big production. But even with that, I don't feel like we own that concept because no. everybody does it and everybody plays it. Um, I know that some shows fucking with black people, but Rod, but Rod, you can mm-hmm. damn sure trademark fucking with black people. I don't think I could. I mean, well, also people say you, trademark. Like, y'all say trademark like trademark costs like five dollars. That shit. Uh, no. is, like, I know it costs a couple grand. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. Battles on that shit because like. You know, like, uh, yeah, you got to pick and choose your battles on, like, what you're going to run with. You're going to put on a T-shirt. Um, like, you mm-hmm. got to be about it. Like, like Bomani ran with that beat him down, but you see how hard he ran with that beat him down. He, he had every color of the rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Talking about some beat him down. Like, uh, I don't know that I want to run like that with Guess the Race. But, um, or, uh, on, but that's trademark. Bomani trademark beat him down. I'm pretty sure he did. That hashtag... Ooh, but uh, you know, it, and even if he didn't, I mean, you know, what the fuck they gonna do? Um, but the, you know, the, the point being though that uh, I I think like for uh, a lot of stuff we do, I don't claim ownership, but I do think it's tacky when people like just steal your shit and, um, and don't acknowledge and won't even like acknowledge it because like it's, I'm huge on giving people credit, man. If anybody yeah. to the show. Yes. Like yes. I, it, like that, like it really, like it will bother me if, like, if I heard a joke on this show, and then I said something about it on our show, it would bother the shit out of me if I forgot to mention y'all. Like I would, yeah. like that shit would bother me. Mm, exactly. Like, if I don't, it's because I completely forgot. But yeah, yeah. No, when I say something, I'm remembering where it came from. Yeah, every been, now and then I do that, and I'm just like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. There's been times where like I'm like, oh, this comedian said this and it was a stand up. What was that comedian? It was a comedian, it was so and so. And then like, you know, yeah. might the next show where I'm like, oh, it was Dave Chappelle and it was uh, like it that's yeah. Just, yeah. I'm that kind yeah. of person. I don't I don't owe people money. Yes. Somebody money and shit fuck you know, fuck with me way more than they'll fuck with you. I, it could be five dollars. It will bother me more. You'll be like, Man, yes. you care about I'm like, man, I, 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 and that, that, yeah. that that's my personality so for me it's funny like i'm getting you i'm just used to it where i'm just noting like somebody or, and and by the way i don't keep track of these shows people hit us up and, yeah, and they go sure. oh i was listening to so and so uh, and this radio station played against the race and i'm like really <laughs> it's like <laughs> wow like that that's kind of crazy because i'm thinking like you're a radio station should you even be fucking with Something this dangerous, like yeah, yeah. exactly. You don't understand what ra- guess the race is about. You got the FCC in your yeah. You got the FCC in your ass. It's like nigga. There's no way they do it as well as your chat room does. No way. Exactly. Well, no. And then there's always the other thing, which is sometimes people are pressed, and you yeah. get used to this too because motherfuckers will be so pressed. They'll call something guess the race, and it really ain't. Like it'll just be somebody being like. Uh, what what race you think they were? Brown, yellow, or white? And it's like that ain't yeah. thing. Like nah. you know, don't try to start some shit between us and them because you know that's and then the shit might come up one time on one show that someone does for a year. That's not stealing guest or race. No, you know. But um, are you guys into mentioning who specifically? No, no, no. No, okay, cool. Fair uh, enough. Only because I don't remember. I don't. Oh, know. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. I definitely uh, noticed. Uh, podcast um i won't say which one but uh definitely the rod and karen doctrine has spread uh 
without oh. without the doctrine name being attached to it. I definitely yeah, I, I put heard them somebody... out there. Put them out there, Owen. Put them the out there, Owen. Yeah, the five star review thing. I do hear that from multiple yeah. stuff. Yeah. Now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, some give us credit, some don't. Yeah, like, he's been on the show. It's Mike Kaplan's show. I heard him doing it, and I don't, you know, I, he's been on your show too. So I'm kind of like, see, that's the weird thing. I'm happy, me yeah. too, for him. Like, I'm glad that he's doing it, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, I remember when he heard that idea, he was immediately, his interest was peaked. Yeah. Like, whoop. <laughs> he was like, that is a smart way to get some reviews. Well, speaking uh, of uh, other podcasts, I do have to let you guys go in a bit here. Hey, y'all know, gotta, we be bootlegging. Hey, fucking... y'all know we be, hey, y'all know we be. Go ahead, chill. I'm going to say, y'all do know we be bootlegging because it seems like every guest y'all have, then we have <laughs> on our shit. You know, we be bootlegging. We be Whoa. stealing y'all guests like y'all a motherfucker. Y'all have had Danny Hatch on here, which I... Yeah. I've, I want to get on the show at some point. I yeah. and it's just my fuck up. I just keep forgetting. I, I I love me some Danny. He's my boy, man. I love that guy. Yeah, Ooh. he's the shit. Okay, I'm hearing Owen. Owen, Owen. Oh, hang on. I'm, I'm seeing this. Owen, I'm seeing this in our future. Uh, a foursome. Uh, a foursome. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. You, me, them two, Rod and Karen, and Danny. Nice. I've seen it in a few. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. Um, and we did get Lauren and Hamda first, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's, first. that's what Karen was going to say. Yep. <laughs> uh, not, to, not anyone's counting, but, you know. That's one of the things I liked about y'all's show is that, uh, and I know Chill is going to probably, like, disagree, but I like that y'all reached out to people um without like waiting but so long you know what i mean like i thought it took a lot of brass because for us it just um it just it just took so long before i felt like okay now i'm ready to to talk to these people like yeah. now yeah. i feel like my shit's together you know what as a guest you know what i mean you know what rod in the beginning when he said he wanted when he said he wanted danny hatch i was like who is this dude? And at first I was like, we not ready. We bootleg. But at the same time, as quick as I said that, I told Owen, you know what? Do what you got to do. What's the worst they going to say? No. Right. Yep. Ain't that right, Owen? Exactly. Ain't that right, Owen? Yep. Ain't that right? And that but was yeah, always my feeling on it was, you know, like it's yeah. uh, what can it hurt? I, I only ever approach people I feel I have something to talk to about. And if I feel like that, then I don't give a shit if they know who I am or not. You know what I mean? Now, now y'all are asking us questions. Has anybody ever big time y'all and just been like, "I'm not doing the show"? Um, I wouldn't yeah, say that name? exactly. Uh, there's definitely yeah. been people who don't respond, for okay. sure. Um, yeah, definitely. What's the I, name? What's the dude name that had his balls on Twitter <laughs> and he got banned from Twitter? <laughs> Joey <laughs> Diaz. Joey Diaz is big yeah. time though. I don't know who the fuck he is. I don't know who the fuck he is, but yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've tried to get Keith a couple times, and I, I'd love to have Don Barris on. I'm trying to get him right now, so. Yeah, some people are hard to get. I call Keith out. Yeah, I was going to say, Keith is probably very hard to get. Yeah, yeah he's just busy thought, as shit. Look, I done called Keith out, like, twice, <laughs> three times. He doesn't uh, care. Would, Keith, <laughs> you hit it with your punk ass? Come on, this be like them show oh my with God. your punk ass. Oh. But, uh, you know what's fun too, man? Because like we we've had people where like 
um, I think when people like do us wrong, or bitch, uh, like you know, bitch out or don't do it, I actually feel like they are only like hurting themselves because mm-hmm. we're like one, we're we spread the word to people that actually would support you. Yep, yeah. that's you know? a huge thing. Exposure, uh, exposure, nigga, exposure, yeah. and to like, your I- audience, right? Right. Like, I think it's very funny because, like, some people, I think they feel like, well, if, say, if it was Rod and Karen Morning Show on WB10 in Atlanta, they would be like, oh, my God, I need to do this. But the average person listening to the radio could give a fuck about what they just talked about. They won't and, buy it. They won't support it. Yeah, they won't buy it. They won't support it. They won't go to your website. They won't, like, they don't give a fuck. Like, mm. the second you're out of their uh, ears, they're done with you. Whereas with a podcast, it's something you have to kind of go find. So I think people are a lot more like, oh, you sell such and such? Well, let me at least go check that out, you know? Yeah. It actually made me um, feel good when JL Coban was like, you know, I want to promote this thing. Um, you know, if you guys have any spots on the show, I'm like, fuck yeah, man. Awesome. Like, you know what I mean? That, he's like, and when he came on the show, he's like, you know, we were able to sell, I sold a couple more albums because of you guys, got a couple more hits Ooh. on my video. Nice. Like, that's the kind of shit that I wish, like, I want our platform to be where it's like good people getting rewarded for working with good people. Yeah. And it's always funny when, when you do find those people that are like, I'm too big for this or, you know, whatever. They can't get back to you. They can't hit you up because it is a little bit like um, they feel like they're above uh, you know, promoting their shit, man. Like, go promote your shit, dog. Like, even if every, like, even if um a hundred people listen to a show, and ninety nine of them already know about your show, like they already know about the Blackout Tales. Yeah. That one person might want to come check this shit out, you know, for that. And then also, like, um, people from our shit might come check this show out, like. I don't I don't know why people get so selfish about shit like that. Um and especially if you have something to sell, man, you're not gonna be able to just tweet your way through uh, right. Google. Yeah, you're gonna have to get out there. When people hear your voice, see your face, when they like get to know you, that's when somebody's like, Yo, I really want this person to succeed. Yeah. And that's uh I I don't know if you've um if you're familiar with the L.A. comics so much, um, but uh, are you? Have you ever heard Don Barris at all? Like he's not a well-known name. Mm, I haven't heard Don Barris. Uh, uh, do you know of Windy City Heat? That whole thing. Mm. Okay, so mm. basically, like this dude, these two dudes found um, a guy named Perry. He's oh, it's fucking hard to explain. It's this really weird semi-reality show where these two dudes are fucking with this guy who doesn't really have any talent but is convinced that he does and he's one of these people who cannot hear self-criticism honestly mm-hmm. so he's been going along with this they made a movie with Bobcat Goldthwait they made this whole fucking gig just goes on and on and on with this guy and he basically has had a career in Hollywood based on it he has been in a movie it's fucked, but it's like the most interesting to me, like artistic uh, art project of comedy that I've ever fucking run into. And um, that I just been enjoying the hell out of it. And so if anybody's interested in that, the big three podcast or um, 
uh, the Ding Dong Show, and they're actually doing a Fund Anything campaign right now to get a reality show made. So if there's any fans out there, you know, give them some cash. They're fucking awesome. They're, uh, I've been really, really into the show lately and hoping to get them on there. So tweet at them to get them out here, too, if you want. That'd be great. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm gonna try to get Beyonce on our podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 just gonna oh fucking God. hit her up and tweet her until she has no choice but to say, "Okay, I will do your show." Damn, I'm gonna die. Uh, of a are heart you happy if that now? It's, it's what would not, you say? I say I'm gonna die of a heart attack if you do that. That like if cool. you get Beyonce, I'll just you know what. Down. As it should be, cause we'll, we'll do the show without you. As it should be, yeah, you better not die, nigga. You better not. <laughs> you better not damn die. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You damn. Get Beyonce. Uh, the show. Be like Beyonce. Go ahead, Karen. No, I'm about to say I have a question. When when, when are you two ever gonna meet each other? Fuck, I I don't know. Soon I hope. When he move. When he move <laughs> out the goddamn boondocks. Uh, I don't know if you listen to the show. I ain't never going to Halifax, okay? They, yeah. uh, look, Canada has one meat processing plant for the whole <laughs> goddamn territory, okay? And second of all, Halifax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bitches, there's some racist bitches up there. We okay? all. Yeah, that's true. I've been. Okay, they well, got Bambi in your front yard, <laughs> and I can't shoot. They sure do. Um, well, have you guys considered doing uh, like a obviously not in the same way they do, but a, a party of some sort for the fans? Uh, yeah, I've mm-hmm. thought about it before, man. Um, we thought of yeah, we thought about a lot of shit. Yeah, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> that'd be cool as shit. There's, like it's always funny when people like suggest shit because there is literally nothing. Yeah. Anyone has ever suggested to us that we have not already thought about yeah. and either been like, we'll do this one day, or we can do, or we can't do this, or we, or we will do this. You know, like everything. You know, we either had plans to do it, or uh, there was a reason we couldn't do it. But sure. yeah, was, yeah, all that stuff's in the works, man. I'll be getting my passport for that for sure. No I mean, doubt. Even now, even now, suggested. That they have the the little Keith and girls thing, cause I'm like I told him I say I'll bring the dildo, and next thing I knew, <laughs> and next thing I knew, my message was deleted like a motherfucker. My, yeah. Shit I wrote, my post was deleted like a bitch. I'm like, oops, <laughs> oops. <laughs> I'll bring Shut it down. I was, I was the dildo. Like, <laughs> I didn't look. I I didn't look. I don't already suggest you go LeBron. God damn it, you you I love these LeBron commercials. Motherfuckers hating. I love these motherfucking LeBron commercials. But anyway, yeah. I had already suggested these motherfucking uh shits. Yeah. That we have a black guy who tips weekend and I will bring the deal though. And I posted that shit and my look, I I get it, cause it's like people look at the post who probably like ain't really Ready for me? And like, I don't, take it, I don't, I don't take it personal at all. I don't take it, but I, I just fell out. When I'm like, I'm like, oh shit, I fell out. But yeah, <laughs> we, 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 
Hold on, real quick, real quick. Oh, before we let them go, yeah, you got to you you got to do the Ebonic Kalani. Come oh, on, come on. I was hoping I was you gonna escape. To. All right, okay, hang on. No, now, come this on. is a much Roddy more Karen. difficult. <laughs> it's a much more difficult segment to do with non-white people, or you know, like no, it's not. I, it is for no, me. Oh, I feel like I need to apologize to oh, blackness and hip hop. What's up? Oh, Owen, yeah. oh, have you been paying attention? Niggas don't even know what the fuck them rhymes mean. So let it fly. All right. Uh, so um, we're going multiracial today. Um, starting out with a little bit of new Eminem from the Marshall Mathers LP2. The lyrics are from Baby. One, sucks. 1,000 different houses and Munchausen. I'ma make you want to punch out some fucking one. Ouch. What the fuck do you hit me for? Scream life as I punch counter. And bunches of anger. I once encountered a stranger in a dumb gown. Black hood with a scythe. Shit. I laughed in his face. Spit. Bitch, give me an extra life. Like, take this. Now get your ass back in that game, bitch. Don't take shit for granted. And don't take shit. Give it. Okay, so first of all... Um... Is Eminem getting old? Eminem need a straight jacket and some good beats, okay? That's what the fuck Eminem need. But go ahead, though. Ron and Karen, this is on y'all. What do them shits uh, I mean? Haven't, I haven't even heard this song before. What's the name yeah. of this song? Baby. Maybe? Baby? Like, oh, Baby. Baby. I haven't sat and heard Is this song the Marshall Brothers uh, LP2? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't heard it yet. So. Album, yeah. album sucks. Album <laughs> Does it? sucks. Does it? Yeah, it I haven't even heard that. I, I heard haven't it. heard it yet either. Hey, hey, chill, but have I gotta ask because people say that, um, and I haven't heard it. Do you like like any of his music or just only his old shit? Like, what? How you feel about him as an artist? You know, because you, 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 you know what, what, what Eminem. Let me tell you, the thing that gets me with Eminem is just like. Y'all know he got the lyrics, right? Right. Because I dare anybody tell me Eminem ain't one of the top MCs in the game. But it's his beats. And I don't give a fuck what nobody say. For you 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 gotta have beats, cause the beats is what make what draws a motherfucker in. And then the motherfucker listen to the lyrics. But with Eminem, it's like he got it backwards. It's just like it's that white people shit. You know, y'all clap to the words, not to the beat, white people. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I don't I don't understand what the fuck Eminem's doing. It's just like... And you've always Nick, felt this way, like, about all his stuff? No, no, yeah. no. Look, his first album when he came out high, my name is... That album was straight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And even when he did Dre shit, you know what I'm saying? Nowadays, everybody want to talk, like they got something to say. When nothing goes out, when it, okay, y'all get that. That was cool. Stan was cool. Uh, I'm the real, yeah, okay, Slim Shady, that was cool. Um, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. He murdered Jay-Z on that renegade cut. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. All y'all Jay-Z fans, I'm so sorry. Jay-Z, I'm sorry. Probably won't get Beyonce on the podcast because of that. <laughs> he killed Jay-Z on that goddamn shit. He, yeah, I don't care. This nigga got fucking rhymes. Heard him on the cypher at the BET Award, but he's on the cypher. This nigga just spouting shit. Just, oh, my God. Tell Dalai Lama and all this shit. Dalai Lama, your mama, and God damn it. Put a comma. <laughs> I don't fucking know. This bitch was just fucking riding that. But 
Eminem is just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on with him now. Just, just, I, 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 don't, I don't get it now. It's like, it's just, it's just no direction. I, I don't get it. The shit, is, he sucks now. Hmm. Point blank, he sucks. Yeah, see, I was just asking because um, I actually really like the album that he had last, like two years ago. Recovery? Um, yeah, I yeah. thought Recovery was great. Like, maybe his best work Me ever. Too. Wow, huh. um, because uh, it was more lyrically focused and concise, and it was, it was like the Eminem everybody said they wanted. No more baby voices. Yep. No more just relying on a whole bunch of insults and shock shock lyrics to be like faggot this and yeah. bitch that and cut. Like he actually right right on there makes Whoa. sense. So I actually was I actually really enjoyed it because that is like I, unlike most people. I wasn't just saying that shit to try to like get at dude. I really was like, if he does this, I will fuck with this song, this album. Mm. And he did it for a whole album. But then I heard the singles off of this. It sounded like he was trying to catch that like Marshall Mathers swag again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think oh. he's too old to go back like that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. it's like once you know better, you really like you almost have to be ignorant to make his first two albums. Yeah, like, you can't you can't be a person that understands social issues and shit, and really make those albums like and, no. and fuck. The ignorance and, is what's so good about them in a lot of ways, right? And so when I heard, matter of fact, as soon as I heard he named it Marshall Mathers too, I was like, shit, I Man, like this sound yeah. like this sound like a blueprint to uh, a steel matted, exactly. a re exactly. like trying to recapture some glory days, and and should you really be doing that? So. But I, at the same time, haven't heard it yet. Yeah. I'm withholding my judgment, man. I, and Eminem albums, I had to sit with for a long time. I don't, I don't do the shit where everybody else does, where they listen to the shit like hat six tracks in, and they're like, "I'm done with this." Yeah. Like I actually exactly. will it for a few weeks, and I'll let motherfuckers know when I'm done. But uh, I, going into it, I'm not feeling too hopeful because the name. And then them singles were, were like I know other people are like nigga you crazy you don't think he was rapping his ass off I yeah. it, nobody ever thinks Eminem was not rapping his ass off that's <laughs> not the problem with his music yeah even though he was high out of his fucking mind he could rap yes sir a lot of this shit is about um you know the the content and then like like Chill said some of the beat selections um all that shit and that, and I think niggas really stop fucking with him after Drake. Like he stopped doing all the beats anyway, so yeah, for real because because it's like if it, 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 I mean that's that's just real talk because it's like you know even when he came out that with that hi my name is and even when you you, you saw you you heard the song you saw the video it was like what the fuck but you but you knew it's like uh oh we got something here but it's just like you know with any album it's like nowadays yeah Rod I feel you you have to sit with that bitch a few weeks. Like, mm. back in the old days, because, you know, I'm a golden age motherfucker. I'm 43. I'll be 44 <laughs> in January. I'm a golden I'm, I'm, I'm a golden age motherfucker. Like, when the album dropped back in the day, like, Big Daddy Kane, you felt that shit. Here I am. R-A-W. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Nigga was just, <laughs> and he, he had Slick Rick. Dave, the devil face shooting in the who don't know what I mean. Oh, my God. That shit was just... You ain't have to. You ain't have to fucking sit on that shit for like. Okay, yeah, I like this, but it's like nowadays, 
niggas are so intricate with their lyrics and it's just like the puns and the metaphors are just so I mean it's it's it, it is a distinct difference you know but it's not so much that it's just like okay look lyrics are lyrics you know and my thing is hip hop i think what what a lot of these young MCs and just you know even even somewhat old school MCs understand it's like it's the total package and either it's and i'm noticing nowadays it's either one thing or the other either you got lyrics or you don't have the beats or you got beats but you don't have the lyrics that's why i can't stand two chains and you know that's why i don't talk shit about two chains i just reserve my comment <coughs> Uh, that's my ignorant shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I reserve my comments because, like I say, I don't begrudge a nigga making that flow. God bless Two Chains, he making that money, but I will never own boats. <laughs> you will never. Yeah, I'll be uh, fresh with the feds. I look yeah. at him like a hip hop stand up comedian. Like, <laughs> put this shit in. <laughs> I be laughing and having a good time. I don't. I've never taken him seriously as an artist. Yeah, so, you, you, you can't. You can't. You can't. But yeah, I'm. I'm. I, like I said, I'm. I'm. You know, I hope the Eminem is better than people saying. But uh, and you know, it's not though. It's not. Though. Nobody like normally. Nobody I know likes Eminem except me. So yeah, you know, I'm used to being like the Eminem. one. <laughs> I like Eminem. I just don't like. It's like, you know, just like I listened to a podcast called uh, Hip Hop Digest Show. Shout out to them cats. And you know, they say what they say, and then they play music that realness. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like they say, he's in the land of the lost, man. Mm-hmm. He's in the land of the lost. It's Maybe. just like what? Mm-hmm. Well, what see, the here's fuck? the thing, though. For me, like I, uh, we talked about Jesus a bit. And um, I'm giving it another try. I I have to say, like I I like Kanye or you know whatever. I, I I dig him so much that I'm willing to give that album another try. And I lyrically I enjoy it a lot. I've been really listening to the words, and it's it's strong that way. But like I just can't get past the the how much it makes me feel like a rave in the early 2000s. Like it's so minimal techno. Call it what it is. This shit sucks. I'm not willing to go that far with it. No. That's fine. That's fine. But me, that shit sucks. Kanye is better than that. Kanye is better than that. Kanye is better than that. That's all I gotta say. Well, what do you think about that whole fucking Confederate flag thing? Not to change the subject too much, but man, that fucking made me laugh my ass off thinking all those rednecks who are wearing Kanye flags around now. Wide and, wide and sported because Kanye is all about Kanye. I think everybody commenting on Kanye shit is like uh weirdly justifying everything he does like it's like it's a it's a cash 22 because i understand people want to like call him out and they want to like discuss him but a lot of the stuff kanye does isn't about creating a social discourse or a conversation it's about what draws kanye attention to kanye yeah like most of his struggles are about Kanye. Like yeah. it's it just real funny because I like I saw an article that Elon James White wrote about how you can't co-opt the you know the Dixie flag. It's, it's still too many years of history, and your ego is making you think. And I'm like, 
why would you waste the words? Yeah. yeah. Like, I wouldn't even waste the words on this dude <laughs> to write, you know, I'm serious. You know what I mean? Why would I do this shit, man? It's, uh, I can't, like, I there had to be at least a hundred more pertinent problems yeah. going on this week. Yes, sir. Uh, like, a woman got killed that was looking for help. Uh, a black woman got shot in the head. That uh, that oh. to me is way more worth discussing yeah. than another you know you know another example of this bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do uh, I do have to let you guys go in a minute here. It's uh, quarter after twelve here, and I got to get up and be out of the house by quarter after five tomorrow. So, yes, ooh, sir. God bless you. Thank you. Thank God you. God bless you. Do you guys want to do? Do you want to do one more chill before we end this colonic? Yeah, yeah, let's do one more. Okay, we're we, we gonna let them attack it. We're gonna let them attack let's it. Let's see if you guys recognize these lyrics. And uh, yeah, I'm not even gonna tell you who it is first. Rolling in my 5.0 with my rag top down so my hair can blow. The girlies on oh standby. My God. <laughs> just to say hi. Did you stop? No, I just drove by, kept on pursuing to the next stop. I busted a left and oh I'm heading to the next block. The block was dead, yo, so I continued to A1A Beachfront Avenue. And my question on this is who gives oh a fuck what the fuck? Like, this guy is planning out his whole route in his lyrics. Come on, man. <laughs> I don't care where you drove you know, to. Does I'm anybody gonna, care? I'm going to recuse myself. <laughs> I feel like you already know what these lyrics mean. These, you have to translate it <laughs> to us. <laughs> He's a Miami boy. Oh, is and, he? Okay. Uh, I'm going to have to recuse myself from commenting us trash. <laughs> yeah, I had a hard time finding any good lyrics. Okay, Rodney Karen, y'all don't know who that is? Do, do, do you know who that is, Rodney yeah, Karen? Yeah, Vanilla Ice, obviously. Um, yeah, exactly. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I really appreciate the note of disappointment in your voice, Rod. That's that's what I was going yeah, for. I was hoping we could get some challenging something playing this week, and instead we got two white dudes. You could you could throw some Wu Tang at their ass. Okay, just turn it here. Let me look. Okay, 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 <laughs> okay. I'm 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 gonna throw some at I'm gonna throw some at you, Owen. Okay, right. I'm gonna throw some at you. All right. Watch these rap niggas get all up in your guts. French vanilla, chocolate bacon. I mean, French vanilla. Uh, I'm I'm on that brandy. Man, I just got to say again, I am sorry about that. Chill went on to do those lyrics and I um, thought it was about ice cream gangbang. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. I lost it. Uh, so anyway, here's your sh uh, song. Uh, that just sucks. I don't know. Uh, it's called Another One Forgotten. Uh, Fraction and Kills album. Extra science. Now, yo, yo. Meet Marvin, grew up starving, product of a foster home. Mother was a crack fiend, father was unknown. The family that took him in had problems of their own. They sent him off to school and beat him down when he got home. Yo, his stepfather liked the touch a little too much and fuck with Marvin's brain. Uh -huh. Let me explain, violence he could not defy. Thus a deep-seated anger developed. Uh -huh. 
Unto himself became a stranger on the runaway at 14. Never to return, hop the train. But still couldn't escape from his pain. Could only maintain the balance for a limited length of time. And for the side effects of molestation manifest in his mind. Beginning with petty crime, he caught wind of the hustle. Started running with them cats he shouldn't trust, yo. The same time, met a girl, her name was Suzanne. On the third date, he raped her in the back of a van. He panicked and ran. Uh, Marvin on the run, but he still owed money to them dudes who carry guns. So blind to himself, he was no stranger to escapism. Caught the next train and bounce, thinking they wouldn't chase him. But men stayed motivated when money's involved. They caught up with him later that fall. Marvin wasn't prepared to face the altitude of consequence. Now no flower grows where it's copper rest. The struggle of another one forgotten. Spoon-fed from birth Father was a physician Mother was a nurse Only child Lonely wild No rules to follow Had everything she could ever want But still felt hollow inside Her parents failed to identify The thoughts through the glass in her eyes Unheard voices of suicide Ring no alarm Thus she tumbling down But it all changed When she met this dude downtown Named Marvin She could sense the strange in his band And he could sense the gaping hole Infused in her esteem That's when he plotted the scheme He planned it from day He gon' do What his father did to him The next day Became an unwitting victim to an act so severe Driving home in Papa's van could barely see through the tears Strother broke the camel's back type shit Went off the deep end Got home, made sure both of her parents were sleeping Crept to the kitchen with an end in his sight She hesitated for a second the moment she saw the knife huh. Cracked the cupboard door, consumed the pills to fade away Mission to the promised land, never to awake again The struggle of another one forgotten